Hi, this is the uh, dead Start the show. I am. <laughs> Fucking asshole. This is time for the, another uh, cartoon. Because <laughs> he's very rude. Nah. The only, <laughs> the only podcast guaranteed to be within the human range of hearing. So, uh, yeah, I'm Andrew. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. This is James. <laughs> Dear Christ, really? James putting on his radio persona today. Wow. <laughs> no, my, ti- my Tiger King persona. Oh, Christ. I'm, I'm, and I'm Derek, and I'm not too sure I want to do this anymore. So, uh... Yeah, once Tiger King got mentioned, uh, that was yeah. it. Yeah, I think we're good. So this is once again Jade's last episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm continuing, that, I'm continuing so that from like three episodes been, ago. Been I think. fired, been fired or resigned. One of the two every episode. So. Yeah, I think I think we're yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time Jade gets fired, drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everybody say goodbye to Jade. Bye. <laughs> the funny thing is, Derek can mute Jake at Jade at any time. No, I can't. No? no? No, that would mute both of you, and then it'd just be the Derek show. Wait. <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> Wait just oh, a minute. Shit, we've given him ideas. We've given him I already got the fancy mic. Yeah, right. I mean, you losers are talking into your phones. Yeah. We're the, we're the fucking quarantine crew over here. He's got his own nice mic set up. <laughs> oh, Eric only episode that would be bizarre. I think it ended up kind of like the Brack show. You remember that? Show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> There'd be a lot of silence on my show. I tell you that. And if, when you listen to it, you enter another dimension. <laughs> exactly. One I time I had a monkey to take notes from me in class. <laughs> oh my god. So yes, ladies doing? and gentlemen, these guys are assholes. I'm the saint. That likes killing oh, wives yeah. and kids. I like killing <laughs> wives and kids, though. So yeah, you're you're the patron saint of killing wives and kids, guys. So, of course, pretty much. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it where I can get it, man. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I walked right into that one, didn't I? Shit. Repeatedly. Ah, oh, wow. Come on, Jade, your turn. I am, man. Boy, I heard that. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you. Both of you. Hey, wow. Well, why did I get thrown in? I didn't see anything. <laughs> no, I'm pissed at you because you didn't come up with anything. I'm making Woody do all the work. Uh, I'm used to it. <laughs> wow. Now I officially quit. <laughs> I'm giving my two week notice. <laughs> oh, come on, Jade. You know, if we lose you, we lose all our sex appeal. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that is very true. true. That's very true. Because <laughs> you're the only one that's going to be getting anything out of this. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, all those podcast groupies. Hey, they're, they're coming. They're coming. They're just not coming with us. But yeah. they're coming. They're yeah. coming. Hit me up in Messenger, ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, ladies. He is single. <laughs> oh, what is wrong with us? Well, that was an interesting start. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh... Yeah, that's the episode.
wraps up for the day. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so uh, you guys, uh, you guys got anything new or interesting to share before we get into the movie? Or oh, I'm sick of this fucking virus. Yeah, I'm so sick. At of least virus you're not shit. sick of the virus. No human contact, and if you interact, <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Your life Stop. is on contract. <laughs> Just one well, of those the best days. bet is to stay away, motherfucker. You got, you forgot to add that before you said motherfucker. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Fuck this. I quit. I'm gonna burn all this shit. Down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody needs to make a parody of that song about social distancing. Like seriously, <laughs> oh, right? It's out there. I'm sure it's out. <laughs> have you, you guys have heard the My Corona song, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and there's funny. the 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 deathcore one too that came out <laughs> with like. With Jared Dines and stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. Pretty good too. Yeah. Anyway, oh, so um, I've been watching a little show called What We Do in the Shadows. Have you guys seen I that? I love I've heard that of it. fucking show. Wow, you Tiger. Oh, I, uh... <laughs> take your tiger and <laughs> stick it in your ass, Jade, okay? You're not allowed to, unless no, you're referencing DO, you can't shadows, say tiger. tiger. <laughs> I've heard of it, but I haven't seen oh, it. Dude, oh, it's, it's fucking, fucking phenomenal. It is okay, hilarious. imagine imagine this is Spinal Tap, only instead of a metal band or vampires. Nice. Oh my god, it's that, that's the show. Shit. It's on Hulu, it's, it's dude. Like, it's supposed oh, to be not... like a, a reality show where they like they they film these uh these vampire roommates and it's so fucking hilarious. It's it's brilliant. It's actually based off a movie. By the same name that came out in 2011-ish, I think. Yeah, it was it was quite a while ago. I remember it being a on Netflix. Ago, but I never yeah, watched in, it, but the the movie's every bit as good as the show. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, the movie was done by the guy who directed, wrote, and directed Thor Ragnarok. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, geez. It was him and one of the two dudes from uh, Flight of the Concords wrote and directed oh. that movie. And actually, the vampires from the movie did a cameo in one of the episodes of the TV show. The the episode where they had the vampire council. Those three main vampires in the vampire council were the guys from the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Because, like, the, mo- the movie actually takes place in England with a different group of vampires. But it, like, it's in the same universe. But, yeah, oh, my God, dude. Uh, one of the most recent episodes, because they finally started the- airing the new season. And fucking Haley Joel Osment, you know, I see yes. dead people kid. Oh my god, that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> He's a fucking zombie. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you gotta watch that show. Yeah. It's yeah. it's one of the greatest horror comedies I've seen in forever. You know, uh, you don't get a lot of horror comedy like TV shows. Yeah, yeah. And this is one of the ones that I hope it sticks around for like ever because it's fucking phenomenal. And you yeah, have to yeah, start. Check it out. You have to start from the first episode though. Oh yeah, you have don't, to watch. Don't jump into it. Who starts the Who starts the show like halfway through? Oh fuck! Judy I know a lot of people Bryant, do that. Man. Yeah. Why? Who would do that? Because okay, people are dumb. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, it's, mean, it's, I can understand if all you have is like network television, then you kind of have to. But if it's on oh, yeah. a streaming service, then why wouldn't you start at the yeah, beginning? You know, people, people's is our dumb. That's yeah. like that, 
That's like yeah. people who watch the fucking commentary in a movie before actually watching the movie. Oh, that fucking, right? I hate that shit. <laughs> I, I generally don't watch commentary anyway unless it's like something really funny. The yeah, only commentary yeah. I'm going to watch is Mystery Science Theater 3000. That's about it. <laughs> actually, I have, I have a copy of uh, Night of the Living Dead where one of the commentary tracks is Mike Nelson from Mystery Science Theater. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty great. Like, when they're hammering all the boards on the windows and stuff, he's like, yeah, not many people know, but uh, this was originally a movie about carpentry. <laughs> so that's funny just, shit. Yeah, that is one. That's what I'm talking about. Like funny commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll watch the hell out of that. I'll, I'll watch the yeah, hell out of that. I'll listen to that shit. Yeah, mm. it's pretty great. Yeah, I'll have to loan that to you guys because yeah, it's it's Mike Nelson from Mystery Science Theater just yeah. doing Dick Tonight of the Living Dead, and it's it's comedy gold. Nice you guys are. I I I got one question. What? Um. Speaking of, you know, horror TV and everything like that, I've been, I was randomly thinking about this earlier this week. If you could bring back, like, any horror TV show from the past and, like, just bring it back now, what would it be and, like, what would you change or keep the same about it? Uh, I'd love to do, like, a a grown-up, more hardcore version of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Ooh, isn't good. that isn't that tales from the crypt kind of but i i don't know <laughs> I, I, no i get what you're saying i mean I yeah know, yeah i don't know if they'd let you do that because of the you know all the stories and stuff involve kids but i dig well, that yeah idea. i definitely dig that idea you don't see enough like anytime kids are involved it's it seems like they always pull their punches yeah, well, it doesn't even necessarily have to be, you know, all, like, kids-related. It could, I mean, just, like, yeah. same concept, just to, you know, like, have them be grown-ups yeah. now, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Middle-aged dudes meeting in the woods to tell stories. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> or you could stranger just things, that, stranger things on that happen in the woods. That's what she said. That is, <laughs> I would like to see, like, a gorier... Well, I'll kind of go on the same wavelength that that Jade had, only goosebumps. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I think well, I, I, I had a second TV series. I can't remember what it was called. Well, I read one of I read one of his adult books, and that was really good. Oh, really? Yeah, I liked it. I knew he did like teen books, like he had the Fear Street series. I didn't think he ever did actual like adult ones. Yeah, he did an adult one. I'm, I can't for the life of me remember the name. It was something like. Tales and superstitious. I don't. I think superstition was in the title somewhere. But... Oh, I didn't realize he did the one, an older one either. Yeah, huh. I, I don't. An adult one, I mean. Yeah, I mean it was a long time ago, but I don't. I don't remember the name of it. But I read it, and it was. I enjoyed it. Well, I really? don't know about it until they make a movie of it because I don't read. So. Yeah, they may have for all I know. <laughs> I ha- I hate reading stop signs. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, oh God, I'm bored. Yeah, I know. You know? <laughs> Oh, look at the kitty. <laughs> um, my idea was because there's a few of them that I'd like to bring back. Here we you know, go. Shut up. <laughs> no, I, like initially, initially I thought it'd be really cool to bring back either like the Adams family or the monsters. Yeah, yeah. in modern time, you know, 
But again, a lot of the charm, especially with the monsters, kind of revolved around the time frame where it was set. Yeah, you know, that's true. Yeah, it was that it was that whole Leave It to Beaver, you know, well, I think, type thing. You know, and I think the Adams Family thing may have been kind of beaten to death at this point between the movies and then. Just recently, the animated movie, and then you know, I it's like, like the original movies, the ones. That oh no, I'm not saying that I don't. I'm just saying that you know, it's kind of yeah. At least with the yeah. monsters, it's uh, yeah. I, I haven't seen anything like a new version of that, like a movie or anything. So they, I want that would be kind of cool. They, couple TV movies in like the '80s. Yeah, I was gonna say they did something because I remember yeah. it wasn't, and it wasn't good. Yeah, they only had what. I don't. I think Grandpa was the only original cast member. I think in it. Mm, right? That sounds am about. I, right. Am I thinking of the right yeah. thing? I think that sounds about right. Yeah. Because I I remember looking at the guy. Yeah, I'm almost positive they did something. Because I remember looking at the guy who was playing Herman. I'm like, that doesn't even look right. Yeah. Well, you can't get a replacement for Fred Gwynn, man. No, that guy. No. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of that's kind of the part that sucks about you know. Mm-hmm. Like your question, you know, is there anything that you bring back? It's like, fuck, that's kind of hard to do, you know, because yeah. a well, lot of those yes. people are dead and gone already. But, it's like, well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, but done well, it can, you know, I mean, they they can find ways to do it yeah, well. If that'll you do it yeah. Right. yeah, if you yeah. do it right. But sometimes, but, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. They, was, every was every remake and reboot gets butchered most of the time, so. Uh, I don't know if yeah. I want anything to be brought back. Yeah, <laughs> I'd probably just of, fucking ruin yeah, it. Yeah, you should have just fucking left it alone, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, I mean, sometimes hey, sometimes dead is like, better. Oh, look at <laughs> that! Spoken <laughs> by Jim, all people. Yeah. So, wow. um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like, look, look at all the stuff they're bringing back now. They brought back Twilight Zone. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Jordan Peele's behind that. I've heard fantastic things. I don't have yeah, to see I haven't been able to watch it, but I've heard really great things. And actually, from what I hear uh, with the new Twilight Zone, what they're doing is they're actually just taking the the scripts from the old the old series and doing those episodes just set now. Oh. You know, so it's it's the classic stories just updated for yeah. today. You know. Mm. Now, see, that so, would be cool. Yeah. I think which that would be cool because cool, I've been watching the old Twilight Zone on Netflix. Oh, God, I love the old Twilight Zone. I've been watching it. Some of it, I'm like, wow. I know, right? This is nuts. <laughs> it, it is, and it's really great writing. So I'll take that great writing, but do that with today's special effects technology and camera technology, you know, modern-day editing techniques. Yeah. You know, it, it's it, – you can't lose, yeah. you know? But what I finally landed on was this is this is my pitch for for what I want to bring back. Ah, real monsters. Oh my what? god! Make it the li- cartoon. They get live action. I with don't know like, that. what's that? I don't know that. It's an old Nickelodeon yeah. cartoon. Oh, yeah, I've never watched it. Oh man, oh. it was classic. It was it was about a bunch of monsters who go to monster school uh, to train to scare people for for a living. Oh. It was kind of like it was like Monsters Inc. before Monsters Inc. And it yeah. was it was done back in the days of like Ren and Stimpy, so there was a lot more like it was a lot dirtier than Monsters yeah. Inc. Yeah. You know, 
I mean, they lived in a trash pile and the school was like a hollowed out of the trash pile and stuff. And it was just gross and filthy and disgusting. Like one of each of the monsters had their own like little skills. Like one of them could literally reach down inside of her mouth and pull her guts out to scare people. And, you know, yeah, it was fucked for a kid's show. And I would like to see that brought back as a live action show and get somebody like like uh, Nicotero or Kurtzman or Berger to do the special effects, like make actual creatures based yeah, on the old cool. cartoon. Yeah, that I think that that would definitely be fucking good. awesome. Right? Yeah. How cool would that be? Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I really want to see him. Maybe this is just me, but I really want to see him do another Beetlejuice movie. Supposedly, Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian is still on the production table. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was going to be made, then it wasn't, then it was, and it wasn't. It just kind of keeps. Yeah. Well, that's the last I heard that it wasn't going to be made because at first I'm like, oh my God, they're doing it. And then all of a sudden something happened and they weren't doing it. It keeps flip flopping. I think the big thing is uh, Tim Burton doesn't like doing sequels. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why he wrote Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian, because he purposely wrote a shitty sequel with the intent that no studio, self-respecting studio, would make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. Man, come on. So, uh, uh, I know. We'll just have to make do with the movie and the uh, TV series. That well, was another Tim TV Burton's show. output in the last few years, he may want to go something back back to something more no reliable. <laughs> what happened, Tim? Come on. Where did the Batman touch you? Come on, Tim. <laughs> Hang on. Jeez. He's going to have to get Johnny Depp and dress him all up really quick. And his <laughs> wife, Paulina Bonham Carter. Oh, yeah. I thought they He's... stood up. Did they? I thought they did. Well, she can come oh, over I here. Wrong. <laughs> she can come over here and... She can be the queen of hearts, and that way, when I do something, she could go, Bye-bye! you know, that kind of thing. And yell at me. Okay. I get turned on by women in control. Yeah. Except when they're too Explain some of your past relationships. <laughs> no, oh, we're not okay. living in the past, Woody. <laughs> anyway, so should we dive right into this now that we've been recording for like almost an hour? Shut up! That's right, dog. You give him what for. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are we recording? <laughs> yeah, I think we are. Yeah, we're recording. What? Why? Why is the dog mad? Because the neighbor kids rode by on bikes. Shoot them! Get them, doggo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. He is a good dog. So today we are discussing Cabin in the Woods, uh, released in 2011 or 12, depending on which website you look at. Filmed way the the hell back in 2009. Uh, It landed in development hell because after after they wrapped up filming... Uh, MGM that was making the movie went bankrupt. And so the finished movie sat on the shelf for literally years until Lionsgate got a look at it and decided to rescue it from oblivion, essentially. And uh, 
This uh, this one's written by Drew Goddard and Joss Whedon. Drew Goddard, you might know from uh, he did he wrote The Martian that uh, that movie with Marky Mark in in space or no not Marky Mark Matt uh, Damon <laughs> Matt, Matt Damon Matt Damon yeah, Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah he, he wrote that I've never uh, he seen also that. yeah it's either. actually a really good movie believe it or not it's really good yeah, I don't know it's it's one. incredible this. It's incredible the stuff he does to survive alone on the planet. Yeah, I've heard good things. It's it's really good, and this is coming from somebody who eats, lives, sleeps, you know, poop jokes and horror. So, <laughs> for for me to like a uh, movie that's relatively serious like that, it, it it's it's good. <laughs> huh. I don't know. I guess the uh, concept just kind of yeah. It's not really. He also did. Uh, he also did Cloverfield. Um, and uh, a couple other things. Joss Whedon, as we know, uh, created player. He did the the Avengers movies. I mean, the dude's a fucking legend. And yeah. uh, when uh, when this film got shelved after MGM went under, they actually lost. They actually lost all faith in it. Uh, Lionsgate had to basically convince Drew and Joss that it was a movie before. Uh, the two of them would allow them to release it because they they thought that their movie was what killed MGM. So, huh. yeah. <laughs> Imagine being a professional filmmaker and losing faith in something in, in your own work that badly. I can't I can't even fathom it. Yeah, oh, that would suck. Right. <laughs> wow. I, yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. I can't even imagine what that would and, be like. Yeah, so, and Drew Goddard and uh, Joss Whedon wrote this script in a matter of three days. They, you, they really, for real, they locked themselves in a hotel room because they really wanted to do a horror movie together. They locked themselves in a hotel room and wrote this script in a matter of three days. That's like okay, writing drug. an album in like 72 hours. How the fuck does that work? How do you do Let's... that? And then you got the reverse tool writing an album once every fucking 12 years. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're not going to focus on that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that, yeah um, I have no comment. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. yeah, we're just going to, okay, moving right along, boys. Moving right I don't want to piss okay. off all the tool fans out there. So. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, uh, what's your guys' initial thoughts on this movie? Well, Derek, let's hear yours first. You're you're the one who hadn't yeah, seen it. Yeah, I the am cabin in the woods virgin. Here. I am the cabin in the woods virgin, and you the know, cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods. That's actually how I wrote it down on my notes. Um, well, did you did you let it penetrate you, Derek? <laughs> uh, Okay, now cut Nine Inch Nails closer into the... (laughs) I want to fuck you like a carbon in the woods. Oh, yeah. Okay, anyways. um, You know, I... I I was... (laughs) When the movie started out, I was kind of thinking, oh, crap, what did I get myself into? Because I just really... I don't know. There was something about it, it, just the way it started. I don't know. I just kind of had like a bad vibe. And I actually have a note on that. That was intentional. They started the movie that way to try and trick people into thinking they walked into the wrong theater. Well, yeah, it wasn't... I, lo- I love the start of them. I love the start of the movie. Well, and see, after, once I got into the movie, 
everything <laughs> made sense, obviously. Right. But at the beginning, yeah. I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I, I just love I, I, this. I just love them just talking about random shit and then the music staying and <laughs> cabin in the woods. <laughs> it's just so perfect. <laughs> yeah, they, they, the opening of that movie was specifically supposed to make people think they walked into the wrong theater. So right off the bat. Well, uh, Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard are, are fucking with the audience. <laughs> well, it definitely worked. But, you know, I mean, when I've heard, when, when it first started, I, I was kind of thinking, oh, fuck, here we go. And about halfway <laughs> another, another through, house, right? halfway through, well, that's kind of where I was thinking it was going. But halfway through, <laughs> all of a sudden, it was either laughter or... It was like I was actually really getting into the movie. I got sucked into this movie, and for the first time in a long time, I actually jumped. Really, one oh. part got me, and we'll get to that. Really, but we'll get to that part, later. Ooh, here's a nice cheese. I actually jumped at one part, and I—it's not very easy for me. If I'm gonna jump at a movie, it's because whoever I'm sitting next to moved me, and then I jumped because they jumped. That kind of thing. Hey. Right. Hey, yeah. Hey, Derek. You know who will make you jump? Crisscross. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> They'll make you jump, jump. <laughs> the Daddy Mac will make you. <laughs> and then the Mac Daddy will make you. <laughs> you We're fucking so prick! Funny. Shut up, or I will mute both hey, of you. Man, a everything else show. is just wiggity 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 whack. Oh, Come on, dude. <laughs> Some of the try to so, rhyme, but they can't rhyme like this. <laughs> so now that we've dated ourselves, continue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I overall. This is also my my normal everyday night is dating myself. So. <laughs> I was gonna make that joke. There we go. Um, overall, overall, this is a good movie. This is a good movie. I got a yeah. kick out of this one. I really did. Yeah. So, what about you guys? I, I really I really enjoy it. I uh I will watch anything with Bradley Whitford in it. I think that guy's super underrated. I love him and everything. Oh, I agree with you on that one. Indeed, indeed. Um it's it's a it, I, it's billed as a horror comedy and like the comedy is like a it's not like the main draw of it, I don't think. I think it's just a good movie overall. I it's not like you know, I laughed out loud in a few spots, but it's more like just enthralling and you, you're entertained through the whole thing. Yeah. And, it's... you know, Chris Hemsworth's just such a dish, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I've said it before. There's certain movies where, like, if you change the cast, you change the movie. Yeah. Yeah. This is one, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, the other ones, yeah, maybe they could have, They some of them could have went, but Thor, no. I loved it. I, I really did. Actually, it was the dailies from this movie that land, I want to say that uh, made uh, the studio consider giving him the role of Thor. Oh, really? What his I performance? Can see that. Yeah, in this I can movie. see it too. Yeah. He's like... ironic, ironically, it released until after Thor was. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and it's it, like in the beginning, it's kind of portrayed as him even though he doesn't act like it is like, he's like the jock guy, yeah. but like yeah. normally with that character in a movie, you fuck, you hate him, you know, oh, yeah. but with, 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 with his performance, you really, really liked him, you know? So yeah, yeah kind of, like, I know that was intentional for later on, but still mm-hmm. it was, I enjoyed it. Yeah. 
Yeah, they played with the stereotypes really, really well. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. And you know, I mean, I, it was. I was convinced. I mean, I. It's kind of funny when you watch shows like this. Um, and no offense to like any of our classmates if they're listening to this. No, fuck you. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I was pinpointing people that I went to class with. I'm like, okay, that's right? that person. That's that person. <laughs> right? That's that person. All right. All right. Seriously, I was having a trouble. I was having trouble nailing down who that I know was Marty though. Oh, I, I I already know. I, I, I know, know, down know down from me and Derek's class. Yeah, we got that one to figured out. I'm pretty sure Jade and I are on the same page of who it was too. Yeah, I, I probably know who it was too, but uh, the same person's probably in the running with five others from my class. Well, and see, well, that's I, think the this, thing. I think I think this person had a crush on a Rugrats character. So <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, it sounds like there's a story behind that. Oh, <laughs> there is. <laughs> Somebody and we're not like put that one on right now. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, J- continue, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> so Jade liked it. Yes, yes, Jade liked it. Okay. What, about, what about you, buddy? I unabashedly fucking love this movie. It is everything I want in a horror movie. And I, it's, it's, it's on my, it's in my horror movie rotation on a regular basis. I must have seen this movie about at least a dozen times by now. I fucking love it. It's, it's funny. It's tense. It's scary at times. It's, uh, you know, the, the performances are top notch and dear God, the special effects. Yeah. Dear God, those special effects were top notch the the creature creation in this movie yeah. oh my lord you yeah. will never i i have never seen such a diverse and well put together collection of movie creatures in any other movie yeah period yeah yeah and i mean was, and nothing looked really um <laughs> like overly fake you know like no nothing no, no. i mean everything looked genuine Oh, you want to know who was involved in the uh, in the uh, in the, the make, yeah, special yeah, makeup effect? Yeah. Who? Yeah, sorry, it turned into Porky Pig for a minute there. <laughs> um, uh, the the monster effects and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Heather Langenkamp from oh, wow. Nightmare on Elm Street was yeah, working. Nancy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because her she she ended up marrying one of the special effects guys from Nightmare on Elm Street, and they started their own uh, effects studio together. So yeah, Nancy Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street worked on monsters for this movie. Wow, (laughs) I know, right? Mind blown. (laughs) Now it fucking makes sense. Holy shit! Right? Yeah, I mean uh, the the effects artists they had on this movie were, I mean, just mind blowingly talented. Oh yeah, they they did a phenomenal job on him and not not a single bad performance i i mean it was a relatively small main cast yeah and every Mm -hmm. single one of them knocked it out of the park oh yeah for sure they played the parts that they needed to play perfect yeah and i i i I mean we'll get into spoilers i can't say much more without spoilers so uh all i all i gotta say is definitely one of my top favorite horror movies bar none of all time yeah. Well, now, now um, that we've established that Woody's kind of on the fence about this movie, let's uh, <laughs> yeah, let's jump in. This is going to be an interesting conversation. 
<laughs> he's a little wishy washy. He's not sure. <laughs> it's okay. I only have a tat. I only have a Cavern of the Woods tattoo on my ass. It's no big deal. <laughs> Is it in the shape of a wolf head? <laughs> yeah. Just so you get someone to make out with it. Make out with Oops, I dare you. It's, it's the cabin. The poop comes out the front door. <laughs> oh my god! And <laughs> so we start out. You know, we get the opening credits, which looks like. I, again, we're hit instantly with tropes because this opening credit sequence looked like. The same opening credit sequence we've seen in about a thousand late 80s, early 90s horror movies. Over and over <laughs> yeah. and over. But when this movie did tropes like that, I didn't feel turned off by it. You know, yeah. it, it felt like, oh, this is this is comforting. I, I know this, you know, mm-hmm. it was, this is like to me, this is like cinematic comfort food. Yeah, it's got, yeah. It's got all the tropes I love. That you know, because you can you can enjoy tro- movie tropes. You can oh good, I, I, they have this in this movie. I like that. You know, it's yeah. it's it, it's it's a warm blanket. And I I was just the first time I saw this, I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. I I like this. You know, it's, you get the blood and uh, the the drawings of like ritualistic sacrifices and stuff in the in the opening credits. Yeah, it hard cuts to a fucking coffee machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like a corporate office. Yeah, yeah, it's like a well. Uh, I I instantly thought lab because you know you got people wandering around in lab coats and stuff, but you know it looked like a pharmaceutical company or something. Yeah, know? yeah. But uh, you got uh, Sitters, Sitterson and Hadley uh, getting coffee, and Hadley's bitching about his wife. You know, typical like workplace stuff. This is this is where uh, the filmmakers. We're trying to trick people, you know, into okay. thinking they walked into the wrong movie. It fucking worked on me, I'll tell you <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Which I again, even, you know, I even for... stopped it. I'm like, Kevin in the woods. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. First time I watched it, I'm like, wait a minute, did I change the channel? What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought I bumped the remote or something. But and so they're getting coffee, and um, you know they. They uh, they're having their workplace conversation about uh, Hadley's wife childproofing the entire house when they don't even have a kid yet, which anybody with kids knows that all pain all too well. Uh-huh. I was sympathizing <laughs> with him. I was sympathizing with him big yep. time. Yep. He starts <laughs> describing the when you pull the drawer out and you got to push the little oh. button down to pull it out the rest of the way. And yeah. I, I get it. I I get it. <laughs> Whoever designed those is the devil. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And uh, is this is this when uh, this is I think around the time that Lynn comes up, played by Amy Acker, who, uh, if you don't know her, she was on she she was she worked with Joss Whedon on his TV shows quite a bit. I want to say she was the. I know she was an angel. And yeah, and she's just cute as hell. God damn it. Um, a little bit. And a little bit. Yep. I I I, I, I have fuck her, sir. Her <laughs> but um 
And so she comes up and say, she's saying that Stockholm went down, like the, the procedure in Stockholm, you know, went down. At this point, you have no idea what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're, you're like, something went bad in Stockholm. And so they start, they start talking about how it's down to just the U.S. and uh, Japan to get this thing, whatever this thing is, done. And she's, you know, panicking as, uh, and, uh, and Hadley, he's just being a smarmy, smart ass the whole time. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. The awesomeness that is Bradley Whitford. <laughs> he kind of reminded me of a less annoying Chandler from France. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because, I mean, he had that sarcasm and everything like that, but it wasn't grating. Yeah, yeah it's like, it's like a... Kind of a it's a toned down version of his of his character in Billy Madison, pretty much. Kind of, yeah, but not as big of a dick. No, yeah. no, God, no, no. But you can get the, you know, like the kind mm-hmm. of the the vibe of that. I think we lost Derek. No, I'm right here. Oh, okay. You were quiet for a while. I'm just letting you talk. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this isn't just my podcast. Don't make me think, do all the work. <laughs> I think that happened last time, too. We lost Derek briefly. Yeah. I think he falls yeah, asleep. So, <laughs> he, I am over yeah, here. My, my, my soothing dulcet tones just, you know. I am I over here thumbing my testicles right now. Okay. So you guys <laughs> just do your thing. I'll chime in when it's needed. Don't worry. I don't need to talk yeah. every two seconds like somebody. But you got the fancy mic, so you sound the best. Whatever. Yeah. I right? sound the best because it's me. <laughs> <laughs> so they they get in their little Austin Powers cart and drive off. <laughs> yeah. I, I want something like that. God damn it. <laughs> I know, right? Jesus. And they drive off. Uh, they were talking about how there hasn't been a glitch in the American system since 98. Which, after you watch this movie, you want to know what the hell happened in 98. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, does that... I want to freak it. Do we? No, they never said. Yeah, we do. They never do say anything, do they? No. They just said there was a glitch in 98. I want that prequel. Yeah, no shit. I mm-hmm. want to know. You know, because <laughs> after everything's revealed to you, it opens up this whole, like... You're only seeing... For most of the movie, you're only seeing, like, this, this world, this moving habits through blinders you know mm-hmm. and then once a certain point of the movie hits you take the blinders off and you, the whole world just cracks open and yeah. you get the view of the huge scope of the the world that this this movie takes place in and i feel it's kind of a tragedy that uh unfortunately it has not been explored more since yeah you know, through prequels or sequels or whatever yeah for sure and uh when so, did this come out again just really quick it was re- it was filmed in 2009 that long ago so, yeah this movie's over a decade old dude well, <laughs> cabin in the woods has no prequel or sequel but cabin fever you know that has sequels and shit out the goat to wazoo oh, and i think that's the one that i've watched oh, jesus cabin <laughs> i think i watched it I don't, if I remember, I don't think I even made it through the movie. Nah. I like it. All right. We had this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Cabin Fever, was, Cabin Fever got so overdone, Eli Roth remade his own movie. 
<laughs> he directed the remake of his own movie. How? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so they're driving away, and uh, Headley's being all sarcastic as usual. And then all of a sudden, you get the uh, this like blood curdling scream. Yeah. And like this plain red text of Cabin in the Woods, you know, just yeah. kind of fuck with you. Um, yeah, it's hilarious. That's I probably, the, was so I probably laughed the hardest at that moment, actually, in the so entire good. movie. That was pretty good. Like, that was just completely random, and it was awesome. <laughs> yep. And so uh, then we go to we go to meet our, our heroes. Cash, yeah. Yeah, uh, Dana. <laughs> uh, who's packing in her underwear inexplicitly? Uh, are you going to bitch about this? Right are you going to bitch about this, Woody? No. Okay. Good. I'm just wondering about the logistics because did she Dude, who did she pack fuck? her pants first? Did she just pack all her pants? Dude, what you to Analyze them. Just watch it. Put it on silent. <laughs> who cares? Watch it. <laughs> So, yeah, we meet Dana. Enjoy. And- enjoy. Just no questions. Just enjoy. <laughs> I can't enjoy things. My heart is a blackened stump. All right? <laughs> Joy does not enter this house. <laughs> Peter does not exist in this dojo. Oh, okay. So I think we need to uh, get a hold of Maury Povich. Um, I think he needs some counseling or Dr. Fuck Phil, whatever the fuck he is. <laughs> Ace is Lori Povich. You um, are not the father. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that was that was the wrong guy. Never mind. Wrong guy. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and so we meet Dana and we made her friend Jules, uh, who respectively play the uh stereotypes uh, of the, you know. the final girl virgin and the slutty chick. Yep. Uh, which again, I love another thing I love about this movie is how it takes all these horror tropes. And puts explanations to them. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. this is constantly a thing in horror movies, you know, yeah. like all these things that happen over and over again. How the characters are seemingly the same over and over again. There's a reason behind yeah. it. Yeah, fucking love that. Yeah, the kind of a peek behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Which and another another thought I had while watching this movie is, if you were to cut out like all the. Uh, all the scenes in like the bunker in the control room and everything like that. This would play mm-hmm. like a normal yeah. movie. Yep. It's just yep. like we get to hang around. It's like we get to hang around after the scene normally would end and see, you know, behind the curtain as to what's going on on the other end of the phone or yep. on the yep. side of this, you know, which is just so fucking cool. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. such a neat idea. And I love the fact that these guys did this. And so yeah, we meet Julie, and uh, then uh, Chris Hemsworth comes in. Flying in out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> think fast. He throws it through the fucking window. <laughs> you, know, the, you know, typical. We get a lot of a typical teenage horror movie banter. Yeah, yeah. In a manner that's entertaining still. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, it I mean? wasn't too overdone. Where. It was like, oh my oh, god! And we established that the virtuous virgin was actually banging her, her professor. Yeah, yeah, that actually comes up later. I, mm-hmm. I, I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and and uh, so he throws the football out the window, and then uh, his buddy outside, Holden McGroin, 
uh, is uh, <laughs> yeah, just, just Holden McGroin. <laughs> yeah. I keep calling him that in my head because his name is Holden. So I'm just, like, okay. in my head every every time they're like Holden, I'm like McGroin. All right. <laughs> All right. So we got Thor Holden McGroin. <laughs> I don't want Thor Holden my groin. That was yeah. just... I gotta watch how Although, I say things. You need to be Thor to lift this hammer. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear Isn't that? that the what audience... I'm supposed to do? Aren't I supposed to be the one eliciting those reactions? Oh, oh, okay. So the audience that hasn't even heard this went, oh, come on. <laughs> and all you hear across the country is, is, is hands hitting the palm, you know, palms hitting the face. Kind yeah. of thing, you know? Cannot believe so you we said made... that. And so we got four of our, our main cast here, and there's there's some humorous banter here. Uh, you know, the the reference to the I learned it from you drug campaign. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, and uh, yeah, it's it, there's a lot of hilarious. We could go through all of it, but then we'd just be reenacting the whole month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not going to do that. You know, Hilarity ensues. We'll put it that there's way. There's <laughs> a lot of really clever, really funny writing in this. Yeah. And it's yeah. clever in the way that it takes the type of dialogue you normally see in like cheesy B movies, but somehow makes it better yeah even though it's the same type of dialogue i i don't know how they did it but it, yeah. it just works and then uh i think this is where we meet marty uh mcfly oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> marty how do i describe mark marty is what happens when you order shaggy from scooby-doo on with <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much um but he has the coolest coffee mug I've ever Wrong. seen. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, my God. I, I, I love, need I, that fucking thing. That's brilliant. Coffee love, mug bong. It's pretty dope. First thing you see. Did you just is say it's pretty dope? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> I love the first time we see Marty. He's driving down the street with this bong on his lap, <laughs> smoking it. And it's like so tall, it's touching the ceiling of his car. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all freaking out. And he's, this, this is the, again, I can't pick pinpoint which of the people I know that this guy is because I know way too many stoner slash philosophers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, every fucking time he spoke, he was philosophizing about something. And I'm pretty sure a lot of those stoner philosophers are going to be listening to this going, oh, that's me! (laughs) probably is. That's me! And so, and I love, I love, like, all the little things, like how Marty leaves his window down in his car. Yeah, yeah, locks the door. Locks the door, (laughs) checks the handle, but the window is all the way down. <laughs> you know. He reaches through the window to lock the door. Yeah. <laughs> Which apparently, uh, again, behind the scenes shit, that car was the director's car. And the director in his younger days would do that exact thing. I don't know if it was because he was stoned or what, but apparently that was that was a thing that he was known for doing was locking his, his uh, car door and leaving his window down. So they kind of threw that in there as a, as I think, kind of a jab at him. Yeah, your knowledge so. drives me nuts sometimes. You know. That. I know. And that uh, that <laughs> so he he pulls when he gets out, they start giving him shit about his bong, 
and fucking collapses the thing, moves the <laughs> moves one piece, and it's a fucking coffee mug. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> oh, it is the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen. That thing is actually a fully functional bong and coffee mug. I need that. The props okay. department had to figure out how to make it, and it cost them five grand. <laughs> I don't need that anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a five grand bong, dude. It's not worth it. Nope, I'll just use a fucking pop can. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they uh, they get into the you know they all pile into the this RV that Kurt's borrowing from his cousin or something like that. And they drive off, and this is what I'm talking about, where it's, like, normally where the film would cut, we see, like, a few seconds past, and we see some guy, like, Agent Smith dude up on uh, up on the rooftop speaking yeah. into his radio, like, monitoring them. And, again, on first watch, you're like, what the hell is this all about? Yeah, right. You know? And uh, this movie, this movie definitely lends itself to more than one watch, because once you know everything that's going on, and watch it again, you catch so many freaking things. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. You know, so if you're going to watch this movie, watch it at least twice. Because yeah. this is one of those movies where once the reveal happens, don't don't spoil the reveal for yourself before you watch it the first time, because that's half the fun. Yeah. yeah. But once you know everything that's going on, watch it again, and the, the movie just opens up to a whole new level right from the get-go. Yeah. You know? And... Absolutely. So, um, Turner, we got Agent Smith on the on the rooftop, and I think we I think we go back to the bunker for something. Like they're they're tracking. It shows them tracking the uh, RV. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm that's that think... when we meet uh, meet the the security guy, like the yes, yes, the guy. Oh yeah, yeah that's to... right. Yep. I'm trying to remember his name. Ah, uh, what was it? I don't remember it. I always forget his name too. Uh, I swear I had it in my uh, in my notes. Where is it? We'll call him Mister. We'll call him Mister Explody. Truman. Truman. Did you uh, say okay. Mister Explody? Yeah, Mister Explody. <laughs> I like Mister. Spoiler. <laughs> We're not gonna call him by his real name. That way, it keeps people guessing. Mister Explody <laughs> Pants. <laughs> I'm Mr. Explody Pants. <laughs> so, um, just call me Mr. <laughs> so then they uh, they go to the gas station that looks like something out of Texas Chainsaw Mass. Oh yeah. And this they're is trying where I to thought like something like, all right, here we go. Now we got something. Yeah. <laughs> And again, this is another one of the tropes. You know, you always see the gas station with the creepy old man. Yeah. The the doomsayer. This guy wasn't creepy. He was just a fucking prick. (laughs) Well, and and that that, man. That seems even better when you do rewatch it again because you know his story. So that makes him actually funny, you know? Yeah. It makes it it so much more funny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. funnier the second time you watch it, too. Because you catch a little joke. Oh, yeah. They played it earlier on. That you wouldn't get until you've seen the movie already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant writing. I mean, I can't, I can't gush enough about this writing in this movie. It's just brilliant. yeah, yeah. And um, this guy, yeah, he's he's this like weird looking old hillbilly guy. That's uh, of course, you know, the hillbilly always has all the information 
the evil location that the kids are going to. So he doesn't <laughs> the area. And, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's again they're playing with these tropes, but it's it's not. You might boring. almost say he's like a harbinger, you know. <laughs> and you won't get that joke unless you've seen the movie already so yeah yeah, he's like yeah goes up to the buckner place always somebody trying to unload that you know he reminded me kind of of uh fred gwynn's character from uh from pet cemetery you know don't want to go down that route (laughs) yeah. <laughs> i didn't see that so you just said it yep yeah, see that. yeah the, the old guy that's always on uh on south park don't go down that route yep. Yep. <laughs> a lot of tragedy down that route <laughs> yeah, now that's what i'm gonna see <laughs> right and uh so he starts acting like an ass and they get mad at him and uh there's some more funny banter between uh, him and Marty. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> it's like, I've been here since the war. Which war? <laughs> you know, yeah. damn which war? <laughs> Was that the one with like the people in blue and the people <laughs> like brother <laughs> no. against brother? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love I love how sarcastic Marty is. Again, mm-hmm. that you would see that in any horror movie from the late eighties, earlier nineties. You would see that exact scene play out the exact same way, but for some reason in this. It's more enjoyable. I don't yeah. understand it. I, I but think it it's because is. we know a lot of people that are exactly like that. I oh my god! <laughs> I can again. I can't narrow down who Marty is in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I know too many of them. Yeah. I think yeah. I used to play in a band with at least one of them. <laughs> yeah. Gee, I wonder who that could be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we love him. We love him. So, um, but yeah, that dude. <laughs> so, and we lost Eric. No, no, we didn't lose me yet. No, we didn't lose me yet. And so, yeah, that dude's eye was weird, though. I'm trying to, st- I'm still trying to figure out if his eye is really like that or if that was like prosthetic. I, yeah, I it was real. His, his one fucked up bloodshot eye. Yeah. Yeah, and just creepy looking. And they go through this tunnel in the mountain, and while they're inside the tunnel, this part made me laugh my ass off. Oh my god, this is this right here. Not to interrupt, but this right here is. I I not only laughed, but this is where I'm like, oh, this is what we're gonna do. Okay, yeah. And all of a sudden, my interest was like, oh, right now we got something here, right. Yeah, it's it's again. It, it they go in the tunnel, and it's like normally, normally the movie cuts there, but we see a few more seconds, and you see this bird flying what along, bird? and it's flying and it's flying. You just think, it, oh, this is just going to be a shot following the bird until we meet up on the other end of the tunnel with the RV, right? And it's flying, and it hits a fucking forest field and fries like a bug zapper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it comes out of no. I had no clue this was coming. I had no idea. <laughs> No, me either. Like I said, when I first when I first watched this movie, I knew nothing about the plot, and I'm so glad I did. I owe me too. Yeah. Yep. You know, if, if you know this stuff ahead of time, it totally ruins it. Yeah. But yeah, and so this bird fries on this this uh, this force field that comes out of nowhere and falls, and then you see the ca- the the camper come out the other end of the tunnel, 
basically letting you know the only way in or out is through that tunnel. This, otherwise, there's this this apparent force field blocking anything. So mm -hmm. this is yet another clue that something more sinister than your typical horror movie is is happening here. And that force yeah. field comes yeah. into play later in the movie, and it's funnier to help. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's 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 so many breadcrumbs they drop. Oh my god, as to what's great. going on and and callbacks to and foreshadowing to things later that oh, yeah. it, again, the 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 writing is just top notch. Yeah. I can't yeah. gush enough. You know what else Josh Whedon wrote? Fucking Toy Story. Why? Oh really? Yeah. So the guy who wrote Toy Story <laughs> did this. Wow. How messed up is that, man? Here's the uh, opposite side of the spectrum. Right? Well, then, then again, you look at the messed up toys in Sid's room, and it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I can <laughs> so they drive past the bird zapper, and uh, they end up at the, at the cabin from Evil Dead. Oh, I yeah, wrote that right. down, too. I wrote that down, yeah. too. The only thing it was missing was... Uh, like the the window. Bruce Campbell. Well, <laughs> yeah, I put on here. Ooh, where's Ash? So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, I, yeah, it it looked identical to the Evil Dead. Oh my cabin. God, did it? Yeah. Ever. Holy shit. If yeah. and that on purpose, Evil Dead was a huge inspiration for this movie. Yeah, well, yeah, it's pretty obvious. There's uh, a lot. Yeah, of it was it was apparent as the movie that. goes on. <laughs> even even um, like like later on with the Latin and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it honestly, honest to God, uh, if I didn't know better, I would have swore that was the same cabin they used in Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. But the, the cabin from the original Evil Dead movie got torn down shortly after production, so I knew it couldn't be. And is this the point where Holden McGroin ends up in his room? <laughs> oh, and, and discovers the and, two-way mirror. And yeah, I get and, super mad at him. Oh, <laughs> no, all did. We all did. Oh my god! Um, fucking no, no, Derek. I know when you, you got you got uh, mad you at got her. Like two minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all know that you wanted. You know, you got mad at Dana because you wanted the Dana next to five stop minutes it. of this movie. I was just mad. <laughs> was right. I was just mad. Period. But uh, yeah, so he he turns and he sees this grotesque painting of this family, like tearing the what was it a horse apart or a goat yeah, i couldn't even tell all i saw I was the blood something like limb from limb and playing into in, in its intestines and everything like that which that family yeah. in that painting comes back later yeah. um and he's just like mortified by it and he's like yeah i don't think so and so he grabs <laughs> he grabs the painting pulls it down and he turns back around and there's dana standing right there checking her teeth on the other side of a two-way mirror yeah, and I was kind of hoping to see her pick her nose or something a little more embarrassing, but I'll give it a pass. <laughs> yeah, and so she starts undressing, and he's like, "Oh, oh shit," you know, and he you can tell he's conflicted about like just letting her keep going or not. <laughs> and this dude did some great acting here, you know, just yeah. just his mannerisms and Absolutely. he's looking away, he's looking up, he's looking away. He actually walks off camera. And then like walks backward back into frame. And yeah. it, it was it was comical. Like you know? like the embodiment of the angel devil on each shoulder thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Whereas, whereas, you know, all three of us would have just been like, damn, I wish I had some popcorn. No, um, I'd have been like, I'd be like, damn it, grab my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of those things. Who's gonna know, really? It's like, eh. <laughs> oh, mama, You're hey, awesome. mama, oh, mama. Give <laughs> me about ten more minutes. Bye, bye, then. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he's like debating on whether or not, and uh, he's, to, keep going. <laughs> he's master debating. <laughs> he was about to have a so, tug of war with Cyclops. He, he's he was masturbating. He was masturbating. How the hell did you get the beans above the Franks? <laughs> uh, he's crossed over into how many other things? Uh, <laughs> that was about five five things right there. I think not bad, not bad gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I think we can do more, but you know we're, we're still pretty early in the show. Yeah, we're not done yet. Got to got to got to pick up the reference game, you know. <laughs> and the sad thing is, only people as old as us are going to get some of those. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Or he, Right before she, right before she takes off her bra, he like pounds on the wall and lets her know, "Hey, hang on, you know." I'm and, just trying uh, to be honest, even though I want to sleep with yeah. you, I'm trying to be honest. Yeah, he was. Oh, he, he <laughs> and I, and so everybody's looking at it and they're all mortified. And I love Marty's explanation. He's like, "Well, it was a long time ago. They." In pioneer days, they had to make their own interrogation rooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Out of all the things you could have said, that's what you come up with? <laughs> I love that, dude. I want to know how much of that guy's dialogue was improv. So they switched rooms, uh, you know, and there's some awkward flirting between McGroin and Dana. Awkward and horseshit is what it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I suck at flirting, but yeah. I think I even I got a little more game than this dude, man. <laughs> I mean, come yeah. on. Jade and I, when we would flirt with a girl, we would be like fucking like blunt. I mean, we'd be like, hey, <laughs> motherfucker. Jade and I, when we would flirt with each other. I'm like, what is happening right now? Am is I having a fever dream? Is that what I said, motherfucker? Flirt, no, it's not. When we would flirt with each other, practicing for when we got the nerve up to talk to real girls. <laughs> it's not gay if you're practicing. <laughs> I fucking hate you guys. No, you don't. I'm going to. Eventually, maybe. But no, I was—I I, actually—I'm a horrible flirter. I—I'm super bad at. Derek, you were always way more upfront, and I would just be there being like, "Yep, uh, <laughs> that was my contribution." Yeah, Jay, <laughs> you want to get a pizza? That's, that's but, Derek, what, you don't like pizza? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and so Dana—they switch rooms, and then Dana starts perving on Holden. Because he starts undressing. Do My you think he was doing that intentionally? <laughs> yeah, I just pictured Derek. I pictured when I was watching this picture, Derek at home. He's like, "Fuck you, Dana! God damn it! <laughs> you bitch! Taking <laughs> away my manly. <laughs> so yeah, she starts serving on him, Six and then all of a sudden, days, bitches. Mm. <laughs> damn. <laughs> So she catch she like all of a sudden snaps out of it and realizes she's being just as bad as he was. Yeah. Which, 
again, you don't see that. You don't see that a lot in movie in in movies. You know where the the girl is being a pervert. You know, yeah. doing something kind of creepy. It's always the dude doing it. So again, that was that was a nice little kind of twist of a, a normal trope. You know, yeah, I gotta yeah. say really quick, why is it so bad for the girls to be perverts? I mean, I would prefer that because oh yeah, I didn't I'm getting was a bad kind thing. of sick and tired of trying to be a pervert and failing at it. <laughs> I didn't say it it's was like a bad they always they always catch me outside the window. It's like what am I doing wrong? They always open their closet when I'm right in the middle of it. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> They're making too Christ. much noise, man. Come on. How hard is it go for me to wake up, go to my closet, and, oh look, <laughs> some girl getting busy in there. I mean, how hard is that? <laughs> Jesus oh, God. Fuck, they do it in hey, porn all the time. I say equal rights, damn it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly, y'all bitch about equal rights. <clears throat> Step it up. Okay. I could use a little sexual harassment. Yeah, start grabbing my dick. <laughs> Hashtag me too, but I liked it. <laughs> no, no, it's hashtag me, please. <laughs> Oh, please, please give us hate mail after this one, please. Yeah, we don't, we haven't gotten any mail. I'm surprised and disappointed we haven't gotten any hate mail. No hate mail. Even after the the coronavirus joke? I know. (laughs) Jesus, people are disappointed of our shenanigans. I am very disappointed in our fans. I know. I know. We got to step it up and we got to be more hateful. All right, bitches. Get in my closet. I don't think so, my my uh, hurtful coronavirus joke has come out yet, so that, we might get some after that one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We do record a couple episodes in advance. No, so. that was on the last episode. Little monsters, wasn't it? As yeah. of air, as of this, as of recording this, Little Monsters is the latest one we put up. Just to let people know where we're at. Yeah, but I think my I food joke. I think my food joke was during during Death House. I think it was. Oh, yeah, maybe it was. Cool. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, um, there was a tangent. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is going to be the longest episode yet. <laughs> we're, not even, we're not even at the monsters yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. We're not, are we? So, so, so they switch rooms. Dana's perving on him, and then she catches herself and puts the painting back up. And then in an exact mirror of what, uh, what happened with Holden, she puts the painting up looks at it and says, I don't think so. And then she puts a blanket over top of it. Yeah. And I just thought that was a nice little touch that she ended the scene with the same line that he began the scene with. You know, it was yeah, just kind yeah. of a clever little thing. And, yeah, and then, uh, then it pulls back and we realize that she's on camera. Yeah. Meanwhile, back in the bunker. Meanwhile. Dr. Meanwhile. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, we go back to the bunker. And uh, Lynn, the from the Ken department, comes back in, and they're going on about how they've altered these kids' behavior through chemical, uh, you know, uh, tampering. They they made the they made Jules the the blonde chick. They they slowed her cognition down to make her more like the dumb blonde stereotype through her hair dye. So you start seeing why these people are acting like such stereotypes. It's because they're being manipulated by these 
people doing this thing for whatever reason into conforming to these stereotypes, which is, again, I love the fact that they put an explanation on that. You know, why is there always a jock, a, a stoner, a dumb chick, a, sl- a, a dumb slutty chick, a smart guy, and your final girl? Why is there always these these tropes, yeah. characters, you know? And they, they actually put an explanation. It's because, you know, in this world anyway, these guys make them that way to fit with what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, it's like central casting, basically. Yeah. So... Then we get uh, oh, then we get the phone call from Mordecai. The, uh, the phone call from Mordecai, <laughs> and I love this because again, because you 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 know this is a scene that you would see in a horror movie. The creepy old guy that they saw at the gas station making a phone call <laughs> to somebody, but you never know who. Well, now you get to hear the other side of it. <laughs> yeah, oh, and, and he's getting made fun of. He's calling to the. Am uh, I on speakerphone? <laughs> <laughs> he's calling to the 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 control room. And I, lo- I love it. It's like, uh, we got the Harbinger on line one. Yeah. He's really kind of creeping me out. <laughs> yeah. So they answer the phone and he's doing his whole horror movie shtick. He's like, man, yeah. on the way to the slaughter. Man, cleanse them. Cleanse them of their sin and stuff like that. And then he's like, he stops dead. He's like, am I on speakerphone? And Hadley's just <laughs> fucking with him by putting him on speakerphone and the rest of them are just kind of snickering at how serious Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, it was an accident. Yeah, yeah, hold on, I'll take you hold off. On. And then he doesn't take him off speakerphone and he's like, that's <laughs> yeah. just rude. He just I don't goes know right, back <laughs> right back into it. <laughs> it didn't go all according to your plan. The fool, you know, he's like, I'm still on speakerphone, aren't I? And they all just bust out Start laughing. laughing, yeah. Just one of the it's one of the funniest scenes in the movie. Oh, you know, for sure, they're, yeah. They're, doing, they're, 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 you know, have a hand, obviously, in some horrible thing that is about to happen or whatever, and they're fucking around with this guy like he's the guy you <laughs> yeah. fuck around with at work. You know, that annoying guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, one that you, the one that you send off to go get a bucket of steam. You know? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And then we we get to the betting board. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, back in the bunker. Meanwhile, um, back at the Super Bowl <laughs> betting game. Yeah, they're all betting. Everybody in this in this underground, you know, this bunker or control room or whatever, is betting on something. You don't know what they're betting on, but you have different. Yeah, you have different departments. Like you have the maintenance department yep. of this. Maintenance. You have the yeah. science people. It, everybody yeah. is like basically who's going to win the Patriots or the you know whatever. Yeah. Well, you don't know what they're betting on. My, my first thought was they were betting on who was going to be the first to die. That's kind that of where I thought, thought it was going, too. Yep. Yeah. And so, uh, but this is where you hear a couple jokes that you don't get until you find out what happens later. Like when uh, Sitterson makes fun of uh, Headley about who he picks. He, he calls him, he, he says, uh, Headley's like, do you see who they picked? He's like, yeah, whatever, Mermaid. Aquaman. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and you won't get that until later. But yeah. again, you got to watch this movie more than once. It's just such a treat the second time. Mm-hmm. And so they're betting on something, and you know, then they, the board is locked and all this stuff. And then we cut to the kids partying in the cabin, and they start this music. And then we cut back to Hadley and Sitterson doing the whitest dancing I've ever seen. <laughs> Oh, God, that was pretty yeah. bad. That was pretty bad. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was good. 
You can tell they were just having fun. <laughs> this movie looked like it would have been so much fun to be on. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. This would have been a yeah. I'll, I'll I'll use Jade's terms. This would have been a hoot. I mean, this would have been, <laughs> this would have been really real many. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, so yeah, they're partying, and Marty, being the retard that he is, they're playing truth or dare. He. Uh, dares Jules to make out with what he thinks is a moose, but is a mounted wolf head. You know, and when that happened, I thought, I'm like, moose, did I miss something? What the fuck? And so she, like, gets way into it, so apparently oh she's god, got a little wolf is the luckiest fucking wolf ever. Oh my god, and that, that, that line that, um, that, um, what the hell was your line? I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, no need to huff and puff. I'll let you come let in. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, and she was that. <laughs> that was like the, oh my god, right? I think I, I need to pause this movie. <laughs> well, I watched it the second time when that part was coming up. I'm like, okay. No noise whatsoever. I need to focus and listen to this. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's it's kind of like when you like, like when you see when you see somebody kind of bite their lip. It's kind of like one of those things. Yeah. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. Oh, I'm having trouble sitting down. Now. Okay. Um, it's gonna be hard to walk here in a minute. All right. Feel like hardcore makes out with this wolf, and like to the point. Where everybody else is just staring slack jawed because I think all the blood has left their head and went to their nether regions. (laughs) Even Dana. Yeah, yeah, I I, I don't think you could watch that and not get some kind of reaction down there. (laughs) Only non humans. Well, maybe even some non humans. Well, wolves. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, she's obviously into bestiality, which, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> whatever floats your boat. Yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever flicks your pickle, whatever. I mean, whatever grinds your ears. <laughs> so, they continue with the truth or dare game, and uh, it's Dana's turn, and right as it's Dana's turn. Which is another kind of, horror trope, too, by the way. You know, the truth or dare thing. Scene. Yeah, uh, the cellar door blows open, and they all notice it because it's loud as hell. <laughs> yeah. And I love, I love how they even call out their own trope when one of them's like, maybe it was the wind, and Marty's like, what the fucking sense does that make? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, definitely another, another little Evil Dead kind of look to it. Oh yeah. Cellar door yeah. like it was, that. It was, it was so right out of Evil Dead. Yeah. And so wait they for were... a possessed chick to come walking up the stairs. <laughs> Someone's in my fruit cellar. <laughs> Someone with a fresh soul. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a, a few times. Um, oh, yeah. Anyway, so they dare Dana to go down into the cellar. And so she, yeah, they, she goes down. And here's a jump scare that I actually didn't see coming where she's like looking around with a flashlight and then she gets spooked by this pa- painting or this old picture of uh, of this little girl that's like right in front of her friggin' face. And uh, I thought that was well done. You know, the jump scares in this movie, there are there are quite a few jump scares, but I didn't really feel annoyed by them. No, no. Because they were earned and they were well exactly. done. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Here, hang on, here, hang on one second, guys. 
Okay. All right. Now we are recording again. Okay. So forgive us, everybody. Uh, we had a little bit of a mishap on my end. Derek had an accident. Uh, again. I had a little, little piss party over here. Little piss party. Okay. So, yes. Anyways. Yes. Hi. Oh. Hi. I believe we, yeah, we were talking about uh, Dana and the cellar, and she gets scared by that uh, pick. Yep. And so everybody else comes down, and there's all this crazy shit in this cellar a lot that of apparently knickknacks. Derek is throwing around over there. Paddy whack. Give a bone. Still um, ride a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was in a. All of a sudden, I became Jonathan Davis every second. Sorry. Oh, really? I went for ludicrous. Okay. <laughs> you fucking guys. Um, so yeah, there's all this crazy shit in this cellar like just weird crap you know and uh they all start kind of messing around with all of it like like uh what is it jules is looking at this necklace that's on a uh on a mannequin with a wedding dress on it mm-hmm. yeah and holden is like playing with this little music box with a dancing ballerina and uh Thor has this, like Thor has this um, conch shell. Yeah. Well, he had the conch shell and he almost blows in it, and yeah. then he sees basically this is the uh, Hellraiser puzzle box. Yeah, I was just, I was literally yeah. just gonna say yep. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, instead of a box, it's a ball. It's <laughs> yeah. You know, and so they're all kind of messing with all this stuff, and you know, it's getting really tense. You can tell if they keep fucking with this stuff, something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And Jules, and and like you can and see, I kept, like, I kept waiting for him to one of them to see a Necronomicon. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but you can you can see like they're almost they're almost like zoned out on these things, you know. Yeah. Like with Holden, like cranking this little music box with the dancing ballerina, he's like staring at it, like he's staring through it. You know, it's like yeah, or something. Yeah. And like the ballerina's not naked, dude. <laughs> you can put it down. <laughs> Yeah, you missed your chance on that earlier, Jack. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Dana finds this journal from the little girl in the photograph that scared her, and she start she gets everybody's attention, and they basically all snap out of it, and they start reading out of this journal, and it's this little girl from like the early 1900s or something, and her family's yeah. like pain like worshiping or some shit yeah. like that and it's like she's in this family of pain worshiping worshiping psychopaths mm-hmm. and uh, she's talking about how like they killed these travelers and like her her big, bigger brother like gets a husband's bulge when he cuts people up and <laughs> yeah which by the way i wish i had started to use more often when i first watch this movie the husband bulge <laughs> that's a hilarious way to talk about a boner <laughs> you know and and of course us being perverts that we are we've come up with many many different phrases i have never ever heard that phrase before. yeah no, right? yeah that was so new to me that was a completely um, brand new one that i plan on using yeah I, oh yeah. yeah most definitely yeah i can't go and, uh, i have a husband's yeah. bulge so he, 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 he used his sit upon to sit on the husband's balls. <laughs> That's perfect, oh, dude. Oh, man. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Oh, man. That's right there. <laughs> classic anyway. dead is better, classic. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
that was good. I like that. That that was funny. Um, Jesus. Then I, yeah, so she's like telling all these stories out of this uh, this journal, and like uh, how the dad cut the mother open and stuffed hot coals in her stomach. Yeah, yeah. And her like and delightful her, bedtime story. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> and eventually they get to this part where it's like Latin, and Marty is yeah. being this retarded one story, voice of reason. One. Yeah, he's he's like, uh, guys, let's not do this and <laughs> yeah. everybody else is like quit being a pussy you know <laughs> yeah. let's let's read the demon summoning spell come on <laughs> yeah. and for i want to unleash the evil god damn it <laughs> and the first thing that came to my mind when this was happening Klato, Barakta, first fucking thing that came to my mind while this was happening. Yeah. Oh, my God, I got to watch seller, I mean, shit. Oh, God, I want to watch that movie right now. So yeah, I'm going to have to. Right? I'm going to have to. Yeah, that, that's on the agenda for tonight now. Uh, <laughs> which one? Yeah. That, that, that's, the, that's the real issue, picking which one. Probably Army of Darkness, because it's probably been the longest since I've seen that. I recently watched that with my kids. I finally let them watch Army of Darkness. It was it was a bonding experience. It's awesome. <laughs> That's a good idea. I think I'm gonna make my kids watch that tonight. You haven't shown your kids that yet? Oh my god. No. Yeah. My no. Hate, my kids hate anything that I'm interested in. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh my god. That's what kids do. Yeah. That's why you. So. That's why you. I hate mean, that's what we did. Doing. Although I will say, me and my dad, the one thing that we did really both. Like besides rock was horror movies. You know that was kind of one bonding thing. Yeah, yeah with my dad it was music. It was really funny because my mom was always like, "You can't get that. It's got an advisory label on it." And then my dad <laughs> come in my room later. He's like, "Hey, that Rob Zombie song I like. Can you put that on the tape for me?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, my dad was big into like ZZ Top and shit. So you know, <laughs> we at least had rock music to bond over. He wasn't some weird country person. So. <laughs> Anyway, no offense, no offense, country people, but you know, the music sucks. <laughs> There's a reason the word cunt is in it. Uh... <laughs> Not the sound. And you, know, and you know, the thing that I this just crossed my mind. Out of all the hate mail we're gonna get, that's probably that's gonna be <laughs> yeah. God dang, no, 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 you dare pick up my bad page. Like, no. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, we're gonna piss off Wilf now. Come on, now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna so put they... you in a well. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so they, God damn it, we're never getting this done. <laughs> oh, kill the kid. They they uh they read the Latin and it cuts to outside and you see the, the Buckner family rising from the dead. Yeah, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. yeah. This this is where you really get to see the makeup. Like oh oh man, this was. I mean, so this bad. had me kind of looking at it. Go whoa, that's fucking whoa. Well, and the, yeah. the attention to detail. I mean, if you noticed on the mother, you could still see the hot burning coals yep. in her stomach. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, it was just uh, perfect. It was perfect. Yep. It was a perfect scene out of a horror movie. Yeah. 
And then it pulls back and we're back in the control room and it turns out they were betting on which creatures were going to be summoned by the kids in the basement. Yeah. So yep. man, this, is, this is all like being, you know, it, if you were only watching the horror movie parts of it, you would think this is an organic thing that happens like, like in horror movies, but it seems to be, you, you get, you get in on the joke that it's actually all orchestrated by some other people you know yeah yeah and so the people that win the the betting pool are the ones that bet on the buckners yep. and they have to split it with ronald the intern who i wanted to hit <laughs> yeah. i'm an intern <laughs> <laughs> and so it, yeah and so it, you know the the they they announce the winner and the one lady's like, oh, I had zombies too. Yes, but we had, but this was zombie redneck torture family. They're totally <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on this board, they have a list of every they single monster list. you can think of. Mm-hmm. 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 I like, I like what, like, have you, have you paused it and looked at the list? No, I was going to, and I got so. Well, I remember, I, I remember seeing, I remember seeing sugar plum fairy. Though. Sugar plum fairies. <laughs> I think uh, Rape Tree is on there. <laughs> rape Tree? Rape Why tree. did we see that character? That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, now that we got a movie. Fuck. Well, that's a reference to Evil Dead 1 when the tree oh, is I, oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, didn't think uh, about that. Yeah, yeah I yeah. didn't either until just now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny you see, like, Rape Tree written on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like a killer uh, death metal band, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um... And yeah, supposedly I still haven't been able to see it, but supposedly somewhere in this movie is a purple people eater. I don't, I haven't been able to locate it, but it's still on my list of things to find. Purple and uh, a purple people eater. <laughs> I'm guessing it has one eye and one horn. <laughs> Was it and so... or just like a like a Minnesota Vikings player that could be too. <laughs> Yeah, the the Vikings defense is terrifying enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, what is it? Where are we? They just summoned I'm the Buckner. <laughs> um, and then, oh, oh, and and Headley's all pissed off because he was hoping they would summon the, the Merman. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what he was talking about. I love it. He's like a petulant child. He's like, no, I'm going to get to see a merman. <laughs> Only time will tell, my friend. <laughs> and so... You'll get your wish, I promise you. <laughs> so then we, uh, they pan over and you see like scenes from other uh, of these events that are going on around the world and like all the failed ones like buildings are burning and stuff like that and then you see the J- japan one and you yeah. see like this ring ghost in, <laughs> yeah. in in like a girl's uh school class like tormenting yeah. conservatory or something yeah. oh my god yeah it's, i wrote i kind of another movie on china there. classroom what the fuck it was Japan. Oh, Japan. Oh, is that whatever yeah. the fuck it was? I had no clue what the hell was going on. It was Tokyo. Yeah, and then at that point you realize, oh, you know, not only does this one set of monsters exist in this world, it's all it's the monsters exist. Yeah, yeah, everything exists. Yep. And it's happening all over the world. So it's almost like in this world, all horror movies are happening 
in the same world at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's a bizarre thought, but one I absolutely love. Yeah. And then we get uh oh we get uh, Jules's dance party. Uh huh. Which. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish I'd have been invited. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's acting like a total slut, dude. She's I was like crawling all over everybody. <laughs> What's that? I was licking the TV at this point. You usually lick the TV. That's well, nothing new. Well, no, that's typically a window. <laughs> this was this so, was TV licking. So yeah, we get. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, back in a better podcast. Um, <laughs> we get dance time with with Jules, and there's some other dialogue and stuff in here. And then Marty says he's got a theory, which causes Jules and Kurt to bail. <laughs> yeah. It's never good when the when the stoner has a theory. It's never <laughs> a fun time. <laughs> right. Unless you're yeah. high too. Otherwise, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're not oh, high and so they bad. are, it's it really it's really hard to yeah. see through. Pork yeah. pines aren't so bad if you flip them over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, I'm trying to remember. Oh, they they go out to basically screw in the woods. Mm-hmm. And it's at this point that Marty like starts talking to Dana about how everybody's acting weird. You know, they're not acting like their normal selves. They're acting, yeah. you know, stereotypes. Like, Kurt's not normally this meathead jock, and, yeah. and Jules is not this uh, raging slut. slut what, guy, girl, yeah. And Dana just blows him off. It's Again, it, you gotta admit, the stoner figuring all this out is, is actually mm. kind of fun. Mm. <laughs> you know? And so... We go to Jules and Kurt in the woods making out. Getting there, getting... And um so then then we, we, we do see we do see boobies. We see boobies. <laughs> Beautiful. And we do. And I, I love I love how like the impassive that Hadley and Sitterson are at this. You know, <laughs> she finally she finally takes her shirt off and he's like, score. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was awesome to see titties, but I will tell you the one thing this movie did lack: jerking off. We didn't see anyone yeah. jerking off. Oh my god, well, we didn't, did we? That uh, was us during the scene. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'll let you guys know <laughs> that that making out with the wolf head scene. You were jerking off. There was jerking off. You all didn't see it. <laughs> but there was. <laughs> video just not that video Peter <laughs> <laughs> always has to record his session we'll, uh, we'll analyze that one at another date I think yeah. let's look at the tape he's um, <laughs> <laughs> like the John Madden like drawing lines and <laughs> well you see you got this over here <laughs> boom boom <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so then, meanwhile, I'm not how, jerking off. I love how uh, Citizen and Hadley are just staring at that, you know, staring at them making out and everything like that. And you see this security dude like slowly creeping into frame, like he, he wants to watch. <laughs> yeah. That was but hilarious. I didn't notice it the first time around, but the second time, I laughed my ass off at that part. And you notice he's holding a clipboard over his crotch. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like he's hiding the yeah. bone. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, he's hiding. Uh, um, oh fuck, what was it called again? Husband bulge. Husband, husband's bulge. Yeah, husband's bulge. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. So, so yeah, we so they start making out and everything like that. They start getting down, getting busy, and the Buckners show up to cock block Kurt. And uh, they they stab Jules in the hand. This you know, they're they're laying down. Good. Yeah, this is where shit pops off. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, she's laying down. It shows her hand reaching over, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a freaking gardening trowel just stabs right through her freaking hand. There's blood everywhere and screaming, and the Buckners show up and um, what is it? The uh, oh, I love the weapon the big one has, that bear trap on yeah, a chain. Yeah, it's like a half a bear trap or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I think yeah. I think it, I, it broke later. It was a whole bear trap, I think. Oh yeah, to but start it was a whole bear trap. They wouldn't have been able to snap shut on people. Whoa, was that a bear? <laughs> 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 so, so yeah he's got this bear trap on a chain and he swings it and he, he catches jules with it when she tries to run and it like snaps on her back and he drags her back with it that's gotta hurt dude yeah no shit oh my god I, dude i really thought that was like fucking genius i mean i've seen oh, you know i'm you know the several horror movies i've watched i've seen a lot of weapons i didn't see that one coming I, I did not see a bear trap on the end of a fucking chain. I didn't, didn't see that one. No, dude. I mean, as far as as far as like horror movie weaponry goes, that's that's yeah, it's definitely one of the most ingenuitive ones I've ever seen in, in I mean, forever. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of want one. You know, <laughs> right? It's gotta be easy to make one. Oh yeah. So, um. Yeah, and then uh, so two of them are holding Julie up, and they come with like one of those big old tiny saws that takes. Oh, two yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, you'll have to excuse me here. I'm going to get pizza for my family at the moment. So <laughs> he's taking us on a little joyride there, Jade. I want, I want, I want pizza. <laughs> I'll shove it through the phone. Sweet. <laughs> I wrote down here, Handsaw Decapitation, which uh, I think might be a, a Cannibal Corpse song. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. If not, hey, guys, if you're listening, there you go. <laughs> oh, they you can, uh, way before that. You, you can see them on tour with Rape Tree. <laughs> <laughs> and Puddle of Mud. Puddle of Mud. Oh, man. Puddle of mud. Holy fuck. Muddle of mud. Um, Then, uh, yeah, so they decapitate Julie and it cuts to Sitterson and Hadley for once looking just somber and devastated. Yeah. And it it gives you the sense that they're doing, you know, they're orchestrating this horrible, horrible thing, but they're not happy about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it kind it kind of gives you this. You kind of, even though they're ultimately responsible for the deaths of these kids, you still kind of feel for these characters, especially after you find out why they're doing it. Yeah, you know, 
and there's like this really somber moment where they're you know they say this weird little prayer about it you know it's like that we offer this up for your eternal slumber and stuff like that at which point you start thinking maybe it's something bigger than just weirdos watching this on a video yeah why they're doing this you know and uh then they go over and we're transported back to the Lionsgate logo. Um, <laughs> you know, all the gears and stuff turning around. <laughs> yep. And they pull this lever and it releases blood into this little bowl that goes into this like weird cutout on a stone. And it's like ritualistic type stuff. That's where you get the sense that this is more like a some sort of ritual than than just something fucked up they're doing. Yeah. So what happens next? We cut back to Marty, I think. Yeah, because yeah. now they're back in the house because Thor's on his way back to the house. Yeah, yeah, we cut back to Marty and you hear voices whispering to him, I'm going to go for a walk. Yeah, yeah. And Marty, Marty being self, super self-aware, like actually hears the voice and he jumps up and he's like, you think I'm a puppet? I'm going to do my dance and he starts dancing around and it's just fucking yeah. hilarious yeah. <laughs> i love this dude man this dude cracks yeah me. and he's like my brain's my own so give it up I'm gonna go, I'm gonna for, go a for a walk, walk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh my god that's perfect Old McGroin and Dana are all making out on the couch. Yeah, yeah, they're all making out on the couch. And I love how many of our friends would do this. I mean, he walks, Marty walks by, and without even breaking stride, he's like, he's got a husband's bulge and just totally ices the whole situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can name a few that would probably do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know friends that would blare slipknot while someone was trying to get busy. <laughs> <laughs> And tell them to keep up with the with the uh, the beat. I don't know who would do that sort of thing, but you know, that's crazy. Who would do that? I yeah, don't know. I don't know who would they even do it to. I don't know. It's weird. Sounds like a total dick, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it does, doesn't it? <laughs> keep so... up, dude. Keep up. <laughs> oh, spoiler oh, whoops, alert! Did I out you. I'm sorry. <laughs> spoiler alert. <Jeez. laughs> Uh, so now we get a peeing scene. Oh, hang on, hang on. Tony, you're a dick. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, we gotta, yeah, we gotta, <laughs> gotta get our Tony reference. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we get this scene. Marty's outside peeing. Uh, unfortunately, no tarantula in sight. So, just peeing. Just And I like this scene because it's like you see Marty peeing and you see uh, the little girl Buckner with the axe and the missing arm behind yeah. him and she's like coming around the edge of the cabin and he actually turns and looks right as she like stumbles into a shadow yeah <laughs> yeah and it wasn't and it wasn't like she did it on purpose i mean she no, like no, stumbled. No. <laughs> but yeah she's a zombie and, and like she literally just kind of stumbles into a shadow and turns and looks and then when he looks back she comes back into the light like right at the exact same moment yeah. and there's this really really good tension building where it's like she's creeping up on him and he has no fucking idea that she's there and you're thinking she's she's gonna get him and this you is know? where i this was my jump 
and it builds and builds. Really? And builds. The Thor this, moment? This is, this is the one that got me out of everything that happened in here. I did not see this coming. And for some when reason, all of a sudden, I must have been so into the movie. I'm like, oh, my Jesus, what the fuck? <laughs> Where'd you come from, Thor? God damn it. <laughs> Heimdall sent him on the, on the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, the first time I watched this, that I didn't see it coming, but it didn't make me jump. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't have the foggiest idea why I jumped. I don't know, but, but for some but reason, me and you are not. Me and you aren't giant pussies like Derek either, though. So yeah, <laughs> that might explain something. Wow. You're so focused on patience behind Mark Marty creeping up on him. You think the payoff is going to be her getting him? And that's exactly yeah, what yeah. I was thinking. And then all of a sudden, poof, there's Thor. Yeah. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, Kurt comes out of nowhere and like grabs onto Marty and scares the shit out of him. Yeah, run, run, and he runs up and freaking clotheslines the the little girl's eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that. fucking hilarious. I mean, she like goes ass over tea kettle. Oh yeah, some God, WWE was, shit. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, she run. He, they they run back in the house, and um, well, yeah, Kirk, Kirk clotheslines the kid because he's covered. He's covered in blood. Yeah, he's covered in blood. And telling yeah. everybody what's everybody, going on. Yeah, everybody's like, what the heck's going on? And he's like, Dana's like is that your blood? Yeah, there he's like, there's things out there and and uh talks Dana, about needing to leave and, yeah. and she's like, We're not leaving without jewels. Yeah. And so she opens the door and the big Michael Myers wannabe motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And Jules's head. I love it. He like looks at her smiles and tosses his head into her hand. Yeah. Yep. Like, see, you can leave with her now. Yeah, it's like totally metal. You know? oh, yeah. yeah. Right. And then, uh, so they slam the door shut, which, how is that flimsy-ass wooden door keeping that behemoth of a guy out? <laughs> right. You know? Oh, yeah, I wrote down in my notes here, Buckner gives Dana head. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And so, so they're like, we got to, Kurt's all like, we got to lock this place down, go room to room, everybody stay together. And at that point, the guys in the control room flip a couple switches and like some uh, gas goes into Kurt's face from the vents, making him paranoid. So he's like, no, wait, this isn't right. We got to split up. <laughs> yeah. You know? And once again, the pothead's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and so, Throughout this whole yeah. movie, the pothead has the right idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, and I, I love I love again it it's it explains that whole trope of them always splitting up. Why do they always split up? Well, because yep. it was orchestrated that way. Uh-huh. You yeah. know. And I I love it. <laughs> and then uh, so they all run in their rooms and they get locked in their rooms like the doors automatically shut and locked, so they're all trapped. Yeah. And uh, Marty knocks over a lamp, and he finds the hidden camera in the lamp. And I love this. He finds the hidden camera, and the guys are the guys in the control room are like, "Fuck, we're he made us. We're we are so fucked." Yeah. And but uh, but then Judah Buckner, one of the Buckners, is like sneaking up on the window. And I love Marty's like looking into the camera. He's like, "I'm on a reality TV show." (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't panic. It wasn't like you know instant like. No, it was yeah. wow, man. Yeah, he kind of laughs and then he gets a serious look on his face. 
my parents are going to think I'm such a burnout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, then the zombie bursts through the window and grabs him and pulls him out the window. Yeah. And so we get uh, Marty versus Judah Buckner, round one. <laughs> and he's got that bong of his. And he, he freaking extends it like a freaking lightsaber. Oh my god! Yeah, that yeah, that was, was fucking was hilarious. Too, lightsaber. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and you, you even get like this little bit of heroic music as he does it. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. And then he wails the the zombie upside the head with it, and it does fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I'm trying to remember. He got stabbed in the back, right? Yeah, with yeah, the, uh, yeah. the uh, that was the garden zombie that had the garden trowel, right? Yeah, 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 because yeah, he gets stabbed in the back because he tries to run away, and, mm-hmm. and then he gets the zombie throws screen. it at him. Yeah, he gets drug off screen, screaming, and then he he gets drug down into a hole, and uh, the screaming. <laughs> God, the screaming stops, and you see blood spurt. And so they Which pulled in. Funny because next... normally a Buckner only kills Red Sox fans' dreams, you know. <laughs> oh, eighty-six World Series burn! Woohoo! <laughs> oh my God! Wow! Yep, that just yeah. happened. Buddy. <laughs> just wow! Sorry, everybody. All right. Meanwhile, that's gonna get that and laugh their ass off. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. All right, uh, hey Derek, can you pause for like a couple minutes, man? Why? Because I have to go get pizza. Go get your pizza. We'll keep going. No, because I want to be part of this review. <laughs> yeah. and I can't oh, talk God, fine. Dude, I already hit record. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're back once again. We had a little yeah. bit of a technical. Oh boy! And apparently, my tongue stopped working. Half. What the hell just <laughs> happened? There? What were you eating on the during the break, there, my buddy? God, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Brownie. Jesus Dude. Christ, man! All right, Dave's not here, man. Fuck. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyways, here we were. What is it? So Marty, Marty got. Taken out supposedly. Yeah, yeah. And Dana's in her room trying to trying to fend off Ma Buckner. And Holden McGroin uh ends up uh busting through the two way mirror and they crawl through there and then I think it's in his room they find the trap door into the basement. Yeah. Yeah, because they moved the rug right. or something, didn't they? Oh no, they they lifted up a bed to try and block oh, off. Oh, that's door. what it was. Yeah, they were blocking the door with the bed. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they go down the trap door into the worst sex dungeon ever. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that really kind of, yeah. I mean, That'll just depressing. Not, not a single pair of fuzzy handcuffs to be seen. It was just sad. I mean, definitely, you know, the, um, definitely the leather face sex dungeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, you I, know, I think you kind of look at Fifty Shades of Gray as like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I think they filmed. I think they filmed this part on location in Clive Barker's basement. Think so? <laughs> yeah. He might be onto something there. <laughs> um. So yeah, they go down the track door, and they're they're looking around in there for an exit. They they realize that this is the that's the room that the Buckners always took their victims to slaughter them and stuff. So you know, just cheery, happy place. 
<laughs> and Slaughterama. Wow, you're the one who made the gore reference, really? Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. money from God, I love those guys. Oh. Um, yeah. So yeah, right. then doesn't uh, doesn't the trap the bear trap come down and snag Holden McGroin? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It does. Yep. Yeah, the comes big boy out of Buckner. nowhere, mind you. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Well it, comes, yeah. well, it comes down from the trap door that they conveniently didn't shut behind them. Uh, yeah, yeah, which, once again, here we go with that cliche, like, oh, well, let's just go <laughs> into here, and yeah, right. and everything will be fine. <sighs> so, yeah, Holden gets trapped, and he gets pull- starts getting pulled up, and freaking Dana just like snaps and channels her inner Ellen Ripley. <laughs> and fucking, I mean, like she just she goes from like from helpless damsel in distress to total badass in like a heartbeat here. Yeah. And she grabs a freaking crowbar and stabs it right through uh, the Buckner guy's eye. And it comes out the back of his skull and into the wood behind him, pinning him there. Yeah, <laughs> which and mind you, when you see this, I mean, it looks like it really happened. Oh, it's, it's so good! It is beautiful. The gore effects <laughs> in this movie are just godly. I know, yeah. like it's, that's. I mean, it's, oh, it just it to me, like especially when I watched it the second time, knowing mm-hmm. what was going to happen, it's like whoa! You could really pay attention yeah. to the detail well, it, of it. And they just, they knocked it out of the park every single time they and did something on here. Yeah. Made even more impressive with the fact that this was over 10 years ago. I know, that's the other kicker. I didn't you realize know? this movie was that fucking old. Yeah, it, well, like I said, it, it uh, was in develop. It was in he- development hell for a couple of years or whatever you want to call it. Because yeah. it was made, but it wasn't, There, nobody was going to release it. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, and and the budget for this it was thirty million dollars, which sounds like a lot, but, but with the, with the amount of effects and stuff they did, and how good the effects are, I'm still kind of impressed that they did it on that budget. I would have yeah. I would have expected it to cost way more. Yeah, yeah, you know. And the fact that Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street was working on the effects just further blows my mind <laughs> yeah. you know no i agree with you on that one I, if i were one of those effects guys i would have been starstruck the whole production just <laughs> yeah, no shit. holy like, shit we got a blood flowing up to the ceiling let's do it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so yeah um so she then then all this you know you think that uh bear trap guy is is dead but then, typical horror movie thing, they're never really dead. Yeah. No, and no. he starts moving again, and she grabs a knife up and goes fucking ballistic on him. <laughs> yeah. Just screaming and stabbing the living shit out of him. Yeah. And I think even Holden at that point's like, damn, um, I better not put this chick off, man. <laughs> yeah. Either that or he was so turned on, he's like, oh. Yeah. Did he have a husband's bulge? Like, Did you ever know that you're my hero? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. I don't, even, uh, I don't even know where to go with that one. That's... No, no, 
that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Yeah, All right, dude. Go. Peace out. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, then uh, Kurt busts through the wall or like open. There was a door or something, but Kurt comes in and they all run and escape in the RV. Um, and one of the funniest parts of the movie is coming up. Yeah, this is. I laughed so hard at this so part. I, I laughed at this part every fucking time. I paused it. it I was it, laughing so hard. It showed we we all of a sudden cut to the Tokyo ritual, right? And the the ring ghost is oh, freaking, yeah. like screaming in the middle, and all these girls are holding hands and freaking like, like Chinese kumbaya. I mean, yeah, singing Japanese. Oh my god, fine, it's Japanese. God damn, man. Japanese Pekingese, look at these, whatever. I mean, what the fuck? Okay. And then, um, then so like they sing this little song and it turns the ghost into a frog. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like I did not see that one coming. <laughs> no, I thought maybe the ghost would vanish, but. No. But then again, then again, Japanese ghost, Japanese horror movies are pretty weird, so I could totally see yeah. that happening. Well, yeah. that's true too. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> like, for, for real. I mean, you should see some of the fucked up Japanese shit I've watched, man. Holy oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, that, there's, that's, that, that holds true for every genre in Japan, man. That's yeah. they have some weird fucking shit there. Don't they blur most of that stuff out, though? Yeah, it's it's weird. It's, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I don't get it. But, yeah, you tell them. Um, and then, so, yeah, they're like, now the spirit of Kiko can live on in the happy frog. And they're all cheering and, and hugging each other and everything like that. And there's Sitterson looking at the screen, just screaming, fuck you, over and over at these little girls. <laughs> yep. That is, oh, my God. That, I had such a hard time, like, I, especially the second time seeing it. I had to pause it the second time and just laugh at it. I, I just couldn't I get away from Which, it. When, uh, that reminds me of when I see a horror movie and nobody dies in the movie. I do the same fucking thing. Oh, yeah. well, I don't blame you on that one. That's just fuck you. You know? I love it. He's just like, he's looking at each and every one of them. He's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and so now it's down to the U.S. to get this thing done. They're the last ones standing. So, you know, now it's really tense in the uh, control room. And uh, I still, I can't stop laughing at the fuck you thing. <laughs> so, well, actually, um, this goes to another hilarious part in my eyes of the movie. What's that? When they're they're in the RV and um, they're in the RV and they're in the tunnel. Yeah. And something yeah, happened yeah, to where the uh, what was yeah, it? Where the uh, the tunnel was supposed to be. The tunnel was supposed up. to blow so that they couldn't go, get out. And something yeah. happened and where the they, tunnel didn't blow up. Yeah, they see on the monitor the tunnel's still open. And so Sitterson goes running like a bat out of hell to try and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And he's like he's like plowing through all these people in neckties and shit, which was pretty funny in itself. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, he goes down to demolitions and he like crosses a couple wires or something. Something got fucked up with the electronics. And how does he know how to do this? You know, I, uh, I, I, I miss that part. I guess I don't know if like he used to be on the demolition team or something. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, he just he, he like MacGyver's the fucking thing. Yeah, and all of a sudden they're in the tunnel, and then the tunnel blows. Yeah. Which, um, is that the funny part, Derek? I, I'm missing. Oh this. no, we're almost there. 
we're all oh, there. I think I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the tunnel blows, and so they slam it into reverse and get out of the tunnel right as it's collapsing, which is a really, really cool tense moment. Yep. There's a lot of really good tension building. In yeah, this movie. it really, yeah. especially at this point in the movie now, now it's like you're cheering them on. Like, all right, come on, guys, oh, yeah. come on, get out of there, you know? Yeah, you know, there was, there was a lot of buildup, but once the Buckners hit the scene, the movie just started firing on all cylinders. Oh, yeah. and didn't. It went, yeah. yeah, it definitely kicked it up a notch when those guys showed up. Yeah, it just cranked it to 11, and it didn't let up for, like, the whole rest of the movie. Dude, Jade, right up until 11. Jade, do yours go to 11? <laughs> <laughs> Mine go to 11. I mean, why, we could why just not make I'm telling you, Jade, you gotta watch. You gotta watch what we do in the shadows. It's like Spinal Tap with vampires. Oh, yeah, dude, you'll get a kick out of it. It's Anyways. great. Um. Anyway, meanwhile, meanwhile, um, I'll add it to the list of ten thousand things I have to watch. Well, hey, what else you got to do right now in this time of despair right? and quarantine? Thing, thing, thing. So yeah, they, they they're looking across this gorge at the road on the other side. They're like, "Fuck, we are totally fucked." And at this point, Kurt, good old meathead Thor. Gets the bright a dirt bike. <laughs> yeah, they they have a dirt bike on the back of the freaking uh, RV. Which okay, <laughs> really quick. Did anybody happen to notice the dirt bike before? No, yes. I never yes, did. Exactly. I, I I didn't even, either. When I watched it the second time. I'm like, where the fuck did the dirt bike come from? I know. So, I'm just like, trust me, it's, in the, it's it's even at the beginning of the movie when they're first pulling away from the house. Is it really? Yes, it is. Oh, I, I, well, I, I watch it again, a million times, man. Because <laughs> I know it, it, the minute he yeah, mentioned a dirt bike, I'm like, where the fuck was there a dirt bike? Yeah, it, they don't call to it, though. It's one of those things you notice on a repeat viewing. You know what huh. I mean? Well, it kind of blends in. Well, it blended really good because I one, didn't see it either. Once you start looking for it, you see it. Huh. Um, but, anyways. So, yeah, he gets the bright idea. He's going to jump this freaking giant-ass gorge on his bike. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to come back with army and police and helicopters and big fucking guns. And, and he, does, he does this big speech. For everybody that was listening at the start of this, remember when we mentioned the force field? I, first time I watched this movie, I forgot about the force field. So did I. <laughs> that is what made so it funny. so fucking funny to me. And it's and funny they, every time. Yeah, they held on to for so long. Oh my God. So Thor so, throttles it down and he's just a cooking. He starts jumping and in midair, boom. He hits the fucking force field and slowly Dead on impact and his body his rolls down it. His body rolls down it like one of those wacky wall walkers. You yeah. remember those fucking yep, things? Those sticky things yep. off the wall. Yep, that's exactly yep. what happened. I love I love yep. it's making pinball noises as it's going as he's going down. It's like Oh my god, I laughed so freaking hard on that part. And I didn't expect them to kill him off. I know. Yeah. I was, I was well, thinking that, he was gonna make it through the whole thing. Yep. Yeah, I'm like that's that. Especially that's in weird. that way, you know, you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't expect it to so be something like gory too, thing. You know? Yep. 
And I, I was, but then I had to realize this was before Chris Hemsworth. This was filmed before Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You know, I, I keep forgetting that. Yeah, yeah that's right. Don. Um, <laughs> Apparently, we have you, an outside opinion. I can't get rid of it. Dog like Easy's all about that door, man. <laughs> uh, well, aren't we all? I mean, so, <laughs> so yeah. So Chris Hemsworth is dead. Um, so they pot the, the remaining two, Holden McGroin and uh, Dana, get back in the RV with the plan to just drive on the road the other direction until they can't drive any farther and then start walking. Which, well, what else are they going to do at this point? Yeah, they, <laughs> really, they're, they've kind of they're kind of painted into a corner, you yeah, know. <laughs> they kind of got to this point where it's like, oh, well, got nothing better, to yeah, do. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know that feeling at all. Uh, quarantine. Uh, quarantine. 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 Um, <laughs> I quarantine with Justine. <laughs> so yeah, they're having this conversation, and there's kind of this t- this touching moment where Holden's like, "Look, you're all I got left. Don't, you know, don't don't freak out on me. Don't don't give up on on you know surviving and everything like that. You know, he's he's." kind of trying to get Dana to get her fighting spirit back. And then all of a sudden, Daddy Buckner deep throats Holden oh with his freaking scythe or whatever. And another it's, part it's where, like, you're getting so sucked right into the movie. Right? You're so you sucked in. And all of a sudden, you forget, oh, shit, that's right. The Buckner family's still out there. Yeah, well, and... one of them was hiding in the RV the whole time, apparently. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And... Didn't see that. Well, that's when they showed the, the they showed that handprint, like a, yeah. like on the door of it. Yep. But then again, it was, so in. it was so quick, and so much happened in between these parts that you forgot about it. Yeah, yep. I know. Yep. Until, until that blade goes through Holden's neck, and you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. I oh, yeah. completely, oh, yeah. yep, I, it completely <laughs> slipped my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I, it, this movie's so good, you know. It is. It, it really is. It, it, it's even the, even when it's spoon feeding you things, you don't. It's not obvious. Yeah. You know. Yep. And uh, freaking so yeah so obviously the the RV goes out of control and crashes in the deepest fucking lake I've ever seen in my life. Oh shit! That thing went on forever. <laughs> it's like going out to the fucking Tioga pit. No shit. <laughs> And uh, then, um, so yeah, so then Dana escapes through the hatch on the top of the van or the RV, and the zombie tries to get her, but she kicks it off and she starts swimming upward. And there's a really cool scene where it's like far back in the water, you see the dark water at the bottom, and the, it gets lighter at the top, and she's swimming upward toward the surface, and then all of a sudden it cuts to in the water there's some beers in a cooler and one of them pulling it out like right where Dana was you know what I mean mm. it, it just it was such a cool transition I, I that that part always just sticks in my head you know why am I drawing a blank on that yeah I mean, we're watching again seriously it's such a cool transition it gets me every time yeah, I'm I mean, like that watching is, this twice I missed a lot what the fuck that is well <laughs> I've watched it like 
a million times. So I caught all this shit over you the said, years. You man. said a dozen at the start of this episode. Oh wait, I think I know what you're talking about. Like, cause like it cuts to them like drinking at the in yeah. the thing. Okay. In, in the control room. Yeah, they're drinking. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was just this really cool transition. You see oh, Dana coming yep. up in the yeah, water, and then all of a sudden one being pulled out of water. You know, it was just talking really about cool. the tequila and shit. Yeah, that's do okay. Head, Headley gets like head, Headley gets like all deep for a minute. You know, he's like, "Jesus," you know, you can you start to see the cracks in his sarcastic facade. You know, he's just getting really deep about how he's actually pulling for this girl, and you know, he's like, he wishes. It, it, you see it's like this horrible thing they're doing is starting to starting to obviously he's not okay with it and then he spies some people with tequila and whoop mask back on you know it, it just it's kind of a cool moment you know it's a humanizing moment for him yeah yeah where it's like you know it's that whole sad clown thing you know the the guy who was always wisecracking and stuff like that is the one that's hurting the most inside you know oh tell me about it <laughs> wow this is jade the sad clown <laughs> this is my cry for help guys okay, so <laughs> wow that got dark um is this meanwhile, what we call uh, the crisis hotline woody but, uh, yeah i think so yeah. This we'll to use be. this podcast as evidence um, yeah. um, found footage so unfortunately <laughs> nobody's gonna hear this for a couple of weeks so <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, just hang on for a couple weeks, all right? That's just a couple a, weeks. That's a cheery yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, you never so, know. Maybe yeah. sometimes that would be better. I don't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> uh, this is the longest episode ever because we can't stay on track. <laughs> well, duh. Look at who we got talking. Well, None of us can pay well, attention. Yeah. Yeah, and one of us wants the other one dead, so I don't know. I didn't want you. I just said it's going to happen. Big difference. <laughs> See, well, now don't I go from around. killing women to killing children to killing my best friend. So, I mean, let's keep going. Well, you know, I say no, so that's, that's an advantage. <laughs> no means no. Remember, kids, it's not rape if they're dead. Um... <laughs> you guys give me shit, really? I didn't say that. I can open a cold one. <laughs> wow. Hey, hey, hey. Necrophilia is just a creative form of recycling, okay? <laughs> Man, I got nothing. Meanwhile. <laughs> Meanwhile. Back in uh, the podcast that goes it. all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Dana makes it back to the dock and she pulls and herself up. The whole and, thing is very, very, very Crystal Lake. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, no very, you, yeah. You, you expect Jason to show up. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And she's like laying on the dock, just having this moment where she's completely breaking down and crying. And all of a sudden, Bear Trap Dude shows up. <laughs> and just fucking ruins it for her. And... It, at this point, he, like, just starts beating the living hell out of her. I am very shocked that she survived this beating. She channeled her inner Ellen Ripley, man. I'm telling yeah. you. Oh, my God. I mean, that dude was just whooping the piss out of her. He was I mean, beating it was, it was her. WWE body slams happening. I know, right? 
Well, and he, and he even did a little, uh, a little like head tilt, you know, the, the, yeah, whole... the, the, the Michael Myers head tilt. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he like that. You could, and then it cuts to them partying in the uh, <laughs> yeah. with Ario Speedwagon playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you still see I mean... this carnage happening on the screens behind them, but they're all just having the time of their lives. I mean, you can't yeah. not have the time of your life when Ario Speedwagon is playing. I mean, come <laughs> on. Well, I mean, come on. Take it on the run, baby. <laughs> right? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no one yeah. can resist the speed wagon. And you see you see Dana just getting the shit kicked out of her. Like at one point, doesn't he actually grab her by the head and like slam her head first into one of the holes on the dock? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh, yeah. Dude. And that's where just, I'm saying, like, how the fuck did she survive just like, that? Yeah, she was like throwing her around like a fucking rag doll. I know. He was Beating her like I beat my dick, man. I mean, just savage. You know, she's like a you know rag doll living in a movie. You know. Oh Jesus. And then uh, yeah. <laughs> so we got we got hey, the Steven Tyler over here. <laughs> we keep we keep going from like people to people, like, catching little funny conversations and everything, and you know, like people gushing over, gushing to Headley about what a great job he does and everything. And he's like, I just thought it'd be cooler with a merman, you know, and, <laughs> and me wanting to hit Ronald the intern again. And, yeah, uh, an intern. Well, then that super sad scene of that fucking dude oh, that who guy has, just got totally guy who got shut the, down. Yeah, who got the tickets <laughs> for that girl and was like, I got <laughs> these for you. And she's like, just ignores yeah. them and walks away. I'm yeah, like, oh, God. That hit me in the feels, man. Like, so been there, dude. <laughs> yeah. yep. I We've think we've all, all been, been there. there. I, we all sympathize like, with that guy right there. Oh, yeah, that guy, man. That guy's the true hero of the movie. Oh, I mean, God, so yeah. <laughs> he has my yeah, full... I heard you like the ballet, and I just... I just so happened to have. I know it's your. your I know it's your favorite. Yeah. And she literally just walks away. God, it's so harsh. Oh my God! I know what happened. Brian Good was there and told her that. that (laughs) Oh, Brian, you messed that one up too, son of a. Well, we didn't. We didn't. There's a story behind that, but uh, we won't air it on here. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't air the story. I completely. I completely forgot we didn't. We cannot, we cannot put that story on here. Not without certain Love permission. Love you, Brian. Not without certain permission. People. We're going to get permission before we do that. You, you, we need permission from the both of the people that were involved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I want it in writing. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And notarized. And <laughs> Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Um, that's going to be our new thing. I isn't fucking, it? I hate doing it because it's annoying as hell, but. Fuck it, yeah. There we go. Meanwhile, same um, bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> so they're all, all partying, and then all of a sudden, speaking of Batman, all of a sudden the bat phone starts ringing. Hey, oh, yeah, one, oh. once again, one of those random things that oh, they have a red emergency phone. Yeah, yeah, and, and you don't hear the other end of the conversation. Only yeah, Brad, and Brad freaking, freaking, all of a sudden, like Headley and Sitterson just get this look on their face like the biggest oh shit you know and he's like turn the fucking music off the most serious this dude has been in the entire movie so you know shit's going down 
and he goes over and he has this conversation with Commissioner Gordon. And <laughs> Joker got out or something, but you don't hear the other side of the conversation, but obviously something went horribly awry. And at that point, um, we I think we cut back to Dana getting uh, the getting ready to be yeah, getting ready to be uh, terminally and ended. The hair trap dude is swinging his chain around, ready to deal the killing blow, and all of a sudden his chain wraps around. Da 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 da. <laughs> Marty's giant bomb. <laughs> yep. So guess what? That's some some big dick energy right there. <laughs> So the blood you seen splattering earlier was not Marty's. Yeah, Marty Marty managed to take out Marty! I, keep, I keep wanting to say McFly. I'm sorry. I, ever since you said it earlier, Jay, that's what I want to say now. Oh McFly comes Wish, with a bong. Marty Wish App Shaggy. Um <laughs> Wish App Shaggy. <laughs> shaggy too dope. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh god there's, yeah, a, there's another tony shout out no 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 this podcast stopped right now did you just do that <laughs> yeah i did that because I, like I didn't I realize we were at, uh, at my ass you were fucking i didn't realize we were at the uh whatever thing of the juggalos what, what's that called the gathering gathering there it is it's too yep. stupid. You can't even remember it. Yeah, I, I, you hey, are fuck dead you. to me. I like ice and Shut up. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, fuck out of here shit. being down with the clown, all right? Oh, my God. Remind <laughs> me to punch you in the pecker next time I see you. Wow. You're on timeout. You're on timeout. <laughs> <You're> on timeout. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a bad one. It's a bad one. <laughs> You can't put me on timeout. This podcast will get really quiet really quick. No, <laughs> I'm the most obnoxious one. After that crap, I'm uh, Jade and I will take it from here. No, you just you <laughs> shut. <laughs> Holy Christ! Oh. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, about that one. Really. Hey, 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 hey! It's Jade's fault. Hey, He's uh, the one who yeah, exactly. It. I'm the one who opened that can of worms. No, no. No. Jip in the door, I stepped through. Yeah, <laughs> Meanwhile. Meanwhile. No, it's not, um, no, it's not even fucking funny anymore. You ruined it. <laughs> so, so yeah, Marty, Marty, I love it. Marty freaking pulls uh, Bear Trap guy over by the chain, and he looks at Dana, and he's like, speaking of that bear trap guy okay is fucking huge he's yeah. gigantic i mean how he looks like he's one like of a those... tyler main motherfucker yeah i mean he looked how the fuck did he pull him <laughs> yeah i don't know it was it looked kind of funny because it looked like he just lightly pulled him i know it wasn't he like he was like, like fell over. you know he just kind of like <laughs> shifted his weight and just yanked him right i don't know I mean, seriously maybe marty knows judo i don't know well well he knows everything else is happening in this fucking movie I mean, <laughs> uh anyway um so yeah then uh dana dana rips off a uh part of the dock and uh goes clubbing she clubs him with, <laughs> clubs the dude with her. 
she she clubs him with it and he falls into the water and her and Marty run off. And um they jump in the grave. Yeah, they, oh yeah, they, they jump in the, the open grave. And where Marty has found a secret door. Mm-hmm. And so he goes over, they go into it a little bit, and there's like this control panel on the wall with all kinds of fucking wires and stuff hanging out. And uh, he's like explaining that he figured out, you know, uh, that he can do different things with these wires and stuff. And there's a pile of zombie in the corner. Yeah. Well, it's such a cool fucking yeah. effect. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's one of my favorite lines. I had yeah. to I had to dismember that guy with a trowel. What have you yeah. been up to? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, he, uh, so Marty crosses some wires and all of a sudden an elevator like opens up below him and they figure, you know, might as well go down because we can't go anywhere else. <laughs> so they hop in the elevator and this has got to be one of my favorite scenes in the whole damn movie. Yeah, this was pretty clever. I, the I elevator like scene? Yeah. Yeah, I they like hop in the part. elevator and it starts moving and it's like, it's got glass walls. And as yeah. they're moving along, it stops. Very like 13 Ghosts. Yeah. 13 Ghosts uh, also kind of reminded me of Cube. You ever see that movie Cube? Yeah, yeah. With the, with the rooms that slide around? Reminded mm-hmm. me of that. Um, and, yeah, it stops. And for, at first, they're looking into complete blackness. And then all of a sudden, a fucking werewolf comes out. <laughs> yeah. you know, and not, the, not the one on the that planet. got lucky in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. no, that, that guy yeah, would have been happy. He would have been that pissed off. Yeah, he would have been like, <laughs> oh, been yeah. Fine. And so then uh, I think on the... Then they move again, and I think it's like a ghost that is the next thing they see. And get really, really cool special effects. Even the digital effects were pretty pretty, pretty awesome. Because yeah. that ghost was obviously digital. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they didn't use a real ghost, I don't think. Yeah. You know? <laughs> No, you got to pay way too many ghost union dudes and shit. Yeah, and they have yeah. to be, like, offset at a certain time, and it's like, yeah. it's it's a headache. A pain in the ass. And every time they eat, um, they just make a mess. Yeah. <laughs> really, that was the comment that got you guys to shut up, really? Uh, it was the sheer stupidity of it. Um, they leave that, that, spec, that spectral trail, you know? Yeah. I'll leave a spectral trail. <laughs> shut up, Shaggy. <laughs> um and so yeah they they keep they keep moving and seeing like all these different monsters in the uh, in all these other like glass boxes basically yeah. you know so like... they realize they realize that the buckners were in the one that they were in and were literally sent up to kill yeah to actively hunt them down and kill them and they're kind of in a walk evader, you know, goes up mm-hmm. up and down and sideways and Yeah. And then didn't and didn't So and then yeah, yeah we, we see some of the other we see some of the other creatures. One of them is a little ballerina with a fucking lamprey face. Yeah, oh man. Yeah, what, what the cool. hell was that? that That's was like the if, if that the Langoliers had better about. graphics. Oh no shit. I agree with you on that one, dude. What's up? I said if the Langoliers had better graphics, it would be right? that girl. Oh, yeah, God. exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, th- and that's at that point, because on the other side, Dana's looking at the Hellraiser knockoff guy. Yeah. Yep. 
with the with the buzz saws in his head. He yeah. his, his character name, by the way, is Fornicus. Um, <laughs> Whoa, what? No joke. Yeah, his character wow. name in the credits is Fornicus. Fornicus? <laughs> nice. Yeah. BKB? All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she sees him holding the, Hellra- the Hellraiser puzzle box sphere that Kurt was messing with earlier. Mm-hmm. And it's at that point she realizes all the shit in that basement was meant to summon one of them. Yeah. So, so they picked which way they die. Yeah, and everything led to their demise, basically. Yeah. And and it, you can go. There's like websites devoted to cataloging all the stuff in that basement. And what of the other monsters you see later at summons? It's because of course weird. there is. <laughs> Why wouldn't there be? Because <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, the internet. There's a website for fucking everything. You know, it's yeah. Funny because I bitch about being bored sometimes. <laughs> I'm never that fucking bored. I'm sorry. <laughs> I get way, I got way into this movie, man. I did a deep deep dive on this shit. Well, and I uh, see looking into the movie is fine, but to actually catalog stuff, I mean, what seriously, <laughs> yeah, do you? I mean, writing a website is, yeah, can we cure you, cancer yet or what? something? I mean, you know, <laughs> no, are we just there's no money in that? Oh, is it? Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> um, but I mean, weren't you curious what some of that other stuff would have summoned? Some of it. Oh, yeah, but, for sure. Well, I know yeah, I was. It's kind of like the match game, you know. Oh, this ball yeah. summons this. <laughs> Obviously, the conch shell summoned the merman. Oh, I don't know. Um, Are you sure on that one? The 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 music box would have summoned the uh, the ballerina who, that's the sugar plum fairy. Yeah. That's the one named the sugar plum fairy. That's the sugar plum fairy? That's the Sugar Plum Fairy, because I want to say the song that the ba- box played might have been Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies, but in the credits, she's listed as Sugar oh, Plum Fairy. Oh, it was the... You're right. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, um, and so, yeah, there's... So, you can find out, like, what would have summoned what, you know, uh, that necklace that uh, Jules was messing with supposedly would have summoned the um, uh, the ghost... Because it would have been the ghost of the bride. Oh, was, yep. That was, yep. you know, it's just and other random objects in there. Like there's there's that baby doll mask that obviously would have summoned the uh, killer, the ripoff killers from Strangers. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That showed up later, and yeah, it's like it's it's just a neat thing to kind of kind of look around at uh, if, you, yeah. if you have time. Because. Um, so yeah, they they find that out, and then she starts going ape shit and slamming, you know, bashing on the the wall and everything like that, screaming. And this is the coolest scene ever because it pans out, and it shows all the other elevators with all the yeah, other yep. And yep. It's and that's so where you get cool. truly get the full Wonka vision, the Wonka Vader yeah. thing, you know, <laughs> like Wonka Vader. That sounds weird. There's, there's like, are, there's like a, there's like a hundred different boxes, and yep. each one of them has like different monsters in yep. it. All kind of going and, this way and that way. Yeah, you got you got to you, you at some point you should really pause and take a look at some of them because like I want to say one of them is just a giant cat. You know, some of them are just downright silly. <laughs> you know, um, one of the one of the uh, one of the boxes had uh, three Ku Klux Klan members in it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, for real. No oh joke. Oh my god. I'm gonna have and, to. I mean, I was gonna watch yeah. it again, anyways. But I'm gonna again, have to pause it at that this, point. The same, the same. Some of the same websites that cataloged what summons what, they actually also cataloged and blew up 
better pictures of all the things in the boxes. So, oh of course we did. Well, I would expect nothing less. I know. Yeah. yeah. You guys have played Left for Dead, right? Yeah. I've seen it be played. Okay. I haven't played it. If you're familiar with that game at all, if you pause at that scene, you can see the special zombies from that game in those boxes. There's the boomer, the tank, uh, the witch, and the hunter are all in random boxes because there was actually supposed to be a phone call that is happening during this podcast for some reason. (laughs) What are you wearing? (laughs) You know, they don't like when you ask that when somebody's conducting a phone interview with you, by the way. I know, like the government called. I'm like, oh, what are you wearing? Like, Excuse me, this is a, not an opportune time for that kind of thing. <laughs> this is the IRS. Mm, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's hot. Are you in like a business suit or well, what you got going? <laughs> I like to take everything off but the tie. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, are we are we supposed to just keep going without Derek? Yes. Okay. Thank you, Derek. Thanks, <laughs> <All right>, Derek. <laughs> Go ahead. You guys keep going because I'm just yeah, just you guys keep going, and I'll be right back. So they, they go. You know, now we go into the control room and they're panicking, trying to find uh, Marty and Dana because the the way the ritual works is Dana being the virgin, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Has to die last. So if Marty yeah. dies before her, the ritual fails and it's the end of the world. Yep. So they're like panicking, hoping that nothing takes Dane out before they can kill Marty. And they find him in in on one of the view screens, and they bring the elevator down to the docking bay or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And freaking, uh, it opens Got up. Rambo. And, <laughs> yeah, dude. There's the strong security guard ever. Yeah. <laughs> it opens up and he's like waving the gun at him. Get out! Get out of the elevator! Just her! Just her! And then, you'll love this part, the little zombie arm from the zombie he disemboweled yeah. grabs the dude distracting him where the, so they knock him out and steal his gun. And I love it as they're, as they're leaving, Marty looks at it and goes, good job, zombie arm. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I love it. Like, oh, sidekick or some shit. Mm-hmm. And as the doors on the elevator are closing, the zombie arm is like clawing its way over the guy's face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we get get into the main facility, and at that point, the facility director comes over the loudspeaker and is explaining the whole ritual to them, basically explaining mm-hmm. to them why they need to die. Because the way this works is each one of them fills a role of this ritual. And if they live to sunrise, then the ancient ones, like these ancient Lovecraftian-type gods that are slumbering beneath this facility, will wake up and destroy the Earth. Yeah. Killing absolutely everybody on Earth. Yeah. So basically, it's ple- the, the director's pleading with them, like, don't let the whole world die you know, give yourselves up and just let this happen so that the rest of the world can live. Yep, and while they're while she's explaining that SEAL Team Six is making their their <laughs> uh, their their way towards our our leads. 
Yeah. Which, okay, you know, I get not wanting to die, and I get their their doubts as to whether or not that what they're saying is true. Mm-hmm. But at the point that they figure out, yeah, this is definitely 100% true, they're kind of dicks for continuing to fight. <laughs> I know, right? Because at that point, they still die anyway with the rest of the world. Exactly. So, like, come on, Marty, sacrifice yourself, Marty, dude. Come on. Mar- Marty, dick move, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dick Come on, Marty, give us a party, boy. <laughs> yeah. Smoke your little pot. <laughs> yeah. you know. Just just check out. That's all you gotta do. Just check out, man. Okay, I'm back. Sort it out. Uh, um You're back so, just yeah, in time for the the most iconic scene from the movie that you see in like yes. in like yeah, other we, we just got past where, where the director went on the loudspeaker and revealed to them the whole workings of the ritual and why they Seal need to die. Rising and... Yes. And so they, yeah, Seal Team 6, as Jade puts it, comes busting around and they, they hide, uh, they hide, Marty and Dana hide in the, this little control booth. Control that they room, had, yeah. Had uh, bulletproof glass. And she sees this button that says system purge. Gee, wonder what this does. <laughs> oh, push a button. <laughs> And so she, yeah, and she repeats the thing that was said a couple other times. Let's get this party started. Hits yeah. the button, and all of a sudden, you know, the 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 SEAL Team Six just stops, and they're like, "Wait a minute!" And all happen, this, there's like banks of elevators on either side of this room, and all of a sudden, all of them light up at once, and the one dude just goes, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah. And then hell is unleashed upon hell them. Is un- this is my favorite sequence of the movie. I fucking love it. Uh-huh. This, like it's this movie just cranks it up to eleven and just didn't let up. Well, that scene's in like so many like videos of like top ten of this, top oh, ten of that. Uh-huh. It's such an iconic scene at this point. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. Everything gets on because I I had seen this scene even before I saw the movie, just because it right. was like in everything. Yeah. And I love how, like, all the elevators open simultaneously and a different thing comes yep. on every single elevator. Yep. We get yeah, anaconda. And... <laughs> we get to see the rape tree. We didn't see it rape, but it was there was a big tree that reached out and grabbed a dude and pulled him in. And you know, he <laughs> yep. was getting his butt played like a fiddle. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> but, yeah, there's, like, all this it, just chaos. You can watch this scene 30 times over and still not catch everything. Yep, yep. You know, there's like one little demon thing tears a guy in half and then is like fly- floating and spinning and his blood is spraying everywhere. There's yep. a witch thing that like is sucking a dude's soul out. There's zombies yep. that stumble out and start just mauling a dude. Yeah, there's a clown. Yeah, the clown just comes out of nowhere. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. I think he showed up a little later. Well, yeah. 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 So, and then, so yeah, all this craziness just happens. And then you see like scenes all over the facility of these monsters just wreaking havoc. And I love every single one of these monsters. I would watch a movie with any of these monsters in it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, like, yeah, like you said, there's this weird Pennywise looking clown guy with a knife. Yeah. And like the security guard is just shooting the shit out of it, and he's just shrugging it off. <laughs> yeah. And 
It's like the dude like vomiting into the dude on the on the bed's mouth, like like, yeah, yeah. Performing. I think those were supposed to be like toxic zombies. He was like spewing toxic waste. Yep. And uh, yeah, there's there's all kinds of just craziness. Uh, Fornicus has some dude chained up upside down and hanging off the ceiling. There's a (laughs) robot with this scorpion looking robot with a buzzsaw tail chasing somebody down the stairs. (laughs) Who's also it's, shooting a gun. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's utterly glorious. And you keep seeing these elevator doors opening and le- letting more and more things out. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love, I love at this point, uh, one of the, like the next team of SWAT guys comes around the corner to the elevator area. And it's like just a bloodbath. Like there, it's red everywhere. And there's like one <laughs> yeah. group of zombies still chowing down on a dude. And they just kind of look up. And then, like, half of a dude falls off the ceiling, and all the elevators open up again. <laughs> did, we, yeah. did we come to the the security guard scarecrow part? Not yet, no. Okay. This, this, I mean, this, we could, we could find oh, comb. Oh, God, there's all the so many things that happen. The one thing that caught me, uh, caught my attention on this part is it reminded me of the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Um, what? The I'm trying to remember. The there was a security guard. I think we watched a different Wizard of Oz. Yeah, man. (laughs) Just hang on a second. There was a security guard that was. um, Wasn't he getting like kind of ripped apart or something? There was a lot of them getting ripped apart. Yeah, the the image that I caught was like they took some of me out and they threw me over there. And then they took me out over here and they threw me over there. Oh, you know, I, I can't okay, remember okay, the I get part. It I, I get thought, it. Yeah. I thought maybe you were talking about a, a munchkin hanging himself in the background. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I meant that part where the scarecrow is getting ripped apart by the, the monkeys. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. 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 That was one of the flying demon type guys. Is that yeah. what it was? I think so. Okay. But, For yeah, some we reason that just stuck out of like, my head. The, yeah, we're uh, the, the facility and it's just utter chaos. The uh, overkill album come to life. Yeah, no <laughs> Flying back. The part where like one dude chucks one of the scientist guys over a railing and a giant snake just snaps him out of the air. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just such fucking cool carnage. And um, I'm trying to trying to think here. I think it's at this point that the uh, big demon dragon bat thing crashes through the glass yeah, in the. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. And the booze forcing yep. them to escape. So All they he would have needed was Ozzy right there. He could have bitten the head off that thing in a second. That damn bat is the one that started coronavirus. <laughs> no, they did the in the world. That's the Shit. cure of the coronavirus. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, they're running and they run into this scientist guy who's who's like, who's like, where are you going? And all of a sudden the demon bat just comes along and smashes this dude right through the fucking wall. Oh my god, it's fucking great. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's just then, chaos. It's like everyone's just getting yeah. annihilated. And, and there's a there's a unicorn. I know, I love the unicorn. The unicorn <laughs> yeah, stabs the dude. Stabs this dude next to a, a, <laughs> up against the wall with his horn. Oh my god, it's great. I love the fact Two that times. they have this unicorn mauling this dude. And it's like they were playing happy time fantasy music while it did it. <laughs> you know, yeah. and that's that's the thing is that the unicorn looks like a like 
a beautiful it's unicorn. Like a it doesn't look like a maniacal, you know, twisted thing. It's no, just a pretty no. looking unicorn. Yeah. I, I I would watch the hell out of that unicorn horror movie. Oh my I god. Totally I, oh, I completely agree with you. I'll bring it up. <laughs> the, only time, the only other time I've seen a, a unicorn like that was in an episode of Supernatural. They had a unicorn that did that too. The Supernatural did? Yeah. I don't know what. I know. I know. I, I don't know. DC's which Legends of Tomorrow first. had that. What's that? DC's Legends of Tomorrow, the one with the tra- time traveling superheroes. No, they had that in the episode. Oh, really? Oh, I yeah. They that. traveled back to. No, get this. They traveled back to Woodstock. To hunt down an evil unicorn. <laughs> it was nice. actually it was a pretty funny episode because everybody thought they were just hallucinating the unicorn. <laughs> oh dear God, I don't even know what to say on that one. Yeah. I know, it's pretty great. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> Meanwhile, Meanwhile. Um, <laughs> I can you tell cut that, out for a minute there. I can tell that Jade is starting to get annoyed by the Meanwhile. <laughs> no, no. Yep. See. So <laughs> we get a we get a look back at the elevators, and now even the zombies that were counting on that dude are gone. And like the one final elevator opens, and there's Patience Buckner just stumbling out of the elevator, late to the party. Yeah. Um, I fucking love that. It's like she just kind of stumbles out, like I'm here, guys. How's it going? <laughs> you guys. <laughs> And so this is where we get the scarecrow scene. Um, down in the control room, we got Truman, uh, we got uh, Hadley, we got uh, Lynn and Sitterson all like panicking. Hadley's got a fucking machine gun. He's shooting giant spiders <laughs> in the <gym>. Resident <laughs> Evil style. Oh yeah. And you know monsters are are just swarming the control room. Sitterson is trying to open some sort of emergency escape hatch in the floor. And for some yeah. reason, can't seem to manage to do it. And at this point, it's a horde of scarecrow people mm-hmm. come in and grab, uh, grab Truman, and literally start pulling his guts out. Uh-huh. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yes, it is. This was but, the scarecrow part. Yes. Yes. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, only it's reverse. The scarecrows in Soviet Russia, scarecrows tear you apart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're they're tearing them apart, and so they in order to get the last, they threw it over there. <laughs> <laughs> they took out my pancreas and they threw it over there. <laughs> so he pulls out a grenade and pulls the pin. <laughs> And we get this really cool explosion. Hay and guts go everywhere. Oh, God, it's great. <laughs> and the shockwave, like, sends sends Hadley flying. And yeah. This, this, poor Hadley. I feel bad for the guy. He's laying there dazed on, on the floor. And through the mist, what does he see? His <laughs> merman. His merman, which is the earliest fucking merman i've ever seen in my life finally yeah. got his merman yeah and you know if you really take a good look at it it looks like a like a evil like satanic version you guys seen uh monsters versus aliens yeah okay you know the uh-huh. creature from the black lagoon yeah yeah it looks like they just kind of took him and like yeah let's have Satan get a hold of him yeah. really quick yeah yeah because it's got this like this giant mouth with nasty teeth it's got stringy hair it's just it's like flopping itself 
it's it's pulling itself it, over towards Headley with its arms. And you just hear it flopping, just like menacing. Yeah, it's like it one of those happen fast. It's it's, it's like a blobfish, basically. Kind of, yeah. And I love it. Headley finally gets to see his merman, and his final <laughs> words on this plane of existence are, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so the merman bites his, basically bites into his head. And shoots blood out the blowhole in its back, which <laughs> yeah. was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Can you imagine the cleanup after that scene, dude? <laughs> cleanup aisle everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked to been behind the scenes to see just how many times they had to reshoot that because it wasn't good enough. Oh, I God. heard they only I... shot it once, but I would hope so. Because because the blood was actually an afterthought, they added that at the last minute. Oh, really? So they just wanted to see if it looked cool. And so, yeah, I want to say they shot blood out of that thing for a good long while, and they only used, like, the best, like, five seconds of it in the film. <laughs> so, that sounded so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> they shot blood out of it for five minutes. And then they only used yeah. five seconds of it. Yeah, well, you know, you got to edit it down for the Slayer video. (laughs) (laughs) So we're almost at the end here. Um, Pretty much, because now we're... God, I think this episode's going to be like three hours fucking long. uh, We're already on three hours and 29 minutes, so... Damn, Uh, dude. Well, that's not including the 47 fucking minutes I think we had before. (laughs) 37 fucking minutes? 40, um, 47. Uh, so yeah, Citizen finally gets the stupid door open right as a giant tentacle tentacle goes all hentai on Lynn. Um pulls her to her tentacly doom. And yeah, he he jumps down the, the escape hatch. At least remembering to close it behind him, unlike the other and he turns a corner and Dana stabs him right in the gut, basically yeah. accidentally, which is a scene lifted straight out of Evil Dead 2. Oh, so yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, there's actually a song about that in the Evil Dead musical. Yes, there is an Evil Dead musical. Called, of course there is. The song, the song is called Ode to an Accidental Stabbing, and I fucking love it. <laughs> um, so... Right as they're right as Marty and Dana are gonna leave, Sitterson basically uses his dying breath to beg Dana to kill Marty so that everybody will live. Yeah. And at this point, Marty, for some stupid reason, hands Dana the gun. Marty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was uncalled for, Jade. That was uncalled for. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was that's uncalled. my life. Un- that's my life uncalled for. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, so that came out. Uh, this is another one of those. This is another one of those. That was way son. more dark and horrible than I planned it to be. Jesus. So the quarantine has turned Jane and, uh, Jade into like this emo guy. I buy chemical romance now, didn't you know? Oh my oh god. god. <laughs> Story of my life. Shut the fuck up. Welcome to the Black Parade. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah that was way <laughs> I planned it to be. Go ahead. 
I love that you can admit that. That's that's what makes it better. You're even noticing like, oh fuck that. No, that was not. No, that, fuck, was, that was that was wrong. That was a bad jade. Oh, fuck, where the hell were we? I, I uh, they they just got into the ritual chamber. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Okay. They they find this ritual chamber and they see like the stone engravings that represent each one of them. <laughs> and they figure it out, you know, and then um the almighty Ellen Ripley. Then Sigourney Weaver herself Sigourney shows up fucking Weaver. as as the director of the facility. And again, further explains, you know, the whole ritual, how there's, you know, the jock, the the what is it she says, the athlete, the academic, the the whore, the fool, and the virgin. Yep. And Dana's like, I'm not a virgin and <laughs> We work with what we got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hard to find virgins nowadays. <laughs> no shit. That's another running joke in what we do in the shadows, by the way. Like oh, they, keep, yeah. they yeah, they have trouble finding virgins to feed on. <laughs> so they like they like they like get LARPer groups and stuff. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> it's great. That's like the fourth um, time we plugged the show. I'm telling you, you gotta, you got. Oh, I love this good, show. I, it is good. It's been on my mind because the second season just started. So, um, so yeah, then uh, yeah, she, so she's explaining to them, you know, that they'll either they die, either Marty dies and the rest of the world is safe, or they all die and Marty still dies anyway. Which again, dick move, Marty. Uh, you're gonna die anyway. Take one for the team. Come on, man. Right. You know. Marty's still wanting to live for the next for the five minutes he'd get to live. And freaking Dana pulls the gun up and she's like, dude, the whole world. And at that point, I'm on Dana's side. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no shit, world, right? right? Yeah, there's plenty more stoners out there. We'll find another one. I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'll, just order another, dude. Yeah, I'll just order another shaggy off a of witch. Witch, you know. <laughs> um, so at that point, you know, he, they're having their stare down, and she says, I'm sorry, and then Marty says, I'm sorry, too, because he doesn't warn Dana about the werewolf right behind her. <laughs> yeah. I werewolf hate it when it happens. Dana. I know. Saint, when a werewolf sneaks up on you. Ugh. Yeah. Um, which, that was the quietest ninja-ass werewolf ever. <laughs> yeah, well, right? That, but when he, when he bit her, he didn't bite her very good. No, well, I mean, you know, the monsters, the monsters are still supposed to kill Marty before Dana. Know, but leave yeah. some damage on the bitch. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, she got scratched up pretty good. Yeah. And she's hot. He wants her to just nibble on her. You know? <laughs> uh, <don't> we all. <laughs> so at that point, uh, the director and Marty start wrestling for the gun, and. I don't know why. I just love watching Sigourney Weaver kick the shit out of that dude. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was, that awesome. was very fun to watch. I agree with you. On that it one. was. And so they're wrestling around, and next thing you know, Patience Buckner comes strolling down the stairs. What? She's another Dana too. <laughs> what? Ghostbusters. Her name's Dana in Ghostbusters. Oh, oh. yeah. Shit. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> I just thought of it not just now. <laughs> you know why? Because there is no Dana, only Zool. Oh, Jesus Christ. Nice. <laughs> that was all right. I'm going to go out on a limb. You 
kind of somewhat almost redeemed yourself from your little shaggy two dope skit you did earlier. <laughs> are you are you the key, are you the key master? <laughs> I'm the <gatekeeper>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, meanwhile, uh, um, meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start doing it just to annoy Jade now. Um, yes. Marty, and Dana, Marty and Dana, Marty and uh, the director are, are wrestling with the gun. Patience Buckner walks right by Dana and goes straight for Mar- Marty, but misses and acts in the back of Sigourney Weaver's head. Yep. Which was cool. Oh, yeah. And so Marty, and it gets stuck in her head, so Marty kicks Sigourney Weaver off the platform they're on, pulling Patience down with her. Yeah. And uh, at that point, you know, uh, the ritual didn't get complete, so everything starts coming down and cracking up and everything like that. And so Dana and Marty share one last doobie. And because what do we do when the world ends? We light up a fucking doobie. Let's smoke a joint, man. Let's smoke a joint on the fucking yard line. None of your daddy goes on or at. I would have gotten naked. They just sat there smoking a joint. Jesus. Missed opportunity. Um, It takes a lot of effort to get naked. You can just kind of, there you go. I'm naked right now. I knew it. Has himself. Yeah. You get a piece of that. My dog is like the star of this goddamn <laughs> so, show. Yeah, today. They're, they're smoking pot at the end of the world. And they're like, ancient evil gods. That would have been cool to see. You know, all this yeah. stuff. And then you get a view of the outside of the cabin and a gigantic fucking hand pops out. Yeah. Crushes the camera, and that's the end of the movie. The world, the world ends. Yeah, everything it's ends. Very like comic book movie ending. Because dead is better. Um, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so that means that if if I'm not mistaken, this movie technically has one of the highest body counts in all of cinema history. Oh, yeah, it's pretty yeah. up there. Yeah, I would because be it's the whole planet. And I, I I looked it up. That would have been of course you a did. casualty count of 6,873,741,054 dead people that, in this movie. Is that the official dead meat listing? <laughs> that, is, that is the official uh, population of the world at the point that this movie was made. Oh, my God. Okay, you know when I made the comment about finding Beat something? Beat that Friday the 13th. You know when yeah, I, but what was the? Oh, you that was the population of when it was made. That's what you said? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. When I made the comment earlier about finding something better to do with your time, Woody, I think this is one of those times. <laughs> you need to find. I'm pathetic, better. dude. I'm pathetic. I'm, I, I make no apologies for that. Well, it's not pathetic. It's just stop it. And I'm a creep. You're showing us up. Is pathetic a word? I think that should be a word. Pathetic? It is now. Yep. So that's the. I think that's a flashing pumpkin song, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, um, cabin in the woods. We just spoiled the whole fucking thing for you if you haven't watched it already. 
Yeah, let's hope you go go and watch it beforehand if you haven't, even yeah. though this is an awfully late notice to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we warned that there was going to be spoilers, so at this point, it's their own fucking fault. Yeah, right. It's on Hulu, people. Check her out. Yeah, check, check, check it out. Um, yeah, I, I like I said, I fucking love this movie. It's in oh, my yeah. top horror movies of all time. I, I think this is actually one of the movies that I recommend to people who want to get into horror because I feel. Yeah, it's, definitely. Uh, I would, yeah. It's got like all the hallmarks of every good horror good movie. Call. Good call. Good call, dude. Movie. You know? For sure. Well, and that I goes totally back agree. to, I don't, I don't remember what episode it was, but um, we had. This... I think that was the first episode we talked about that. Yeah, oh, so. maybe it was. You know, I mean, that's, I would definitely, especially after watching this, because, you know, I was the cabin in the woods virgin. I yeah. totally agree with you on that. If, for anybody who has never watched a horror movie, you got to check this one out. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good call. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised neither was thought of that from in the first one. Yeah. I mean, it balances the gore and the humor and the seriousness and the tension and the fear. And it's 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 just all wrapped up in such a perfect package. It is. Yeah, for sure. You know, and especially when you get you get sucked into the story, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it starts and it it starts getting really suspenseful there for a little bit. Oh, yeah. And, they, you they, know, yeah. Oh, man, it's just it's all over the board, but it's not all over the board it. in a bad way. I mean, it's it. It goes so yeah. far on each aspect, and then it brings it back down and goes to another side. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, well, it uh, does it's great. seamlessly. You know, it's never jarring when it jumps yeah. from funny. Yeah, to funny. yeah, yep. for sure. It does it seamlessly. Like, like there's a lot of movies that just need to pick a tone and stick with it. Uh-huh. It goes all over the place, but it goes the way it does it. In a good it, way, yeah. It feels like it's a natural progression. It's not just, oh, we've gone this many minutes, time for a funny. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's a very organic feel to it. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, um, I think that'll probably wrap it up for probably our longest episode yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, we apologize. apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this wee but, shit is. I'm not apologizing at all. If you stuck with it this long, then apparently you're good. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously. Obviously, something's demented with you if you were listening to us in the first place anyway, so. And if that's Can't the case, die. maybe you could be a guest host sometime. <laughs> yeah, hey. You know, I mean, chance, Fuck chances you, Tony. are. Not you, Tony. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> so to all of you in your padded cells that are being forced to listen to this by a demented doctor, uh, we thank you. Yes. And we, I, I think it's about time to release them from their burden. Uh, so... Yeah. And, uh, any any final thoughts? Yeah, fuck that bitch, Carol Baskin. Oh God. <laughs> you know, if Jared started with Tiger King, might as well end with Tiger King. Yeah, because that's it. what we want to do. <laughs> that's what I want to do. So uh, I don't yeah, give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm gonna murder you both in your sleep. <laughs> That's Jade signing off with a threat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's perfect. Oh my god. This is Derek, and I gotta else? tell you, I this is once again, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. I was completely this... skeptical going into this, and I am so glad that 
it turned out the way it did because I would have been. This pissed. is exactly why I wanted to show you this movie. Yeah, you'd, you'd get a kick out of it. Oh my god, this is great! I um, love showing this movie to people. I right. love it. Yeah, this is this is Derek. I'm out of here. You, y'all are. You, meanwhile, I got another life was, outside of this. Was definitely my favorite adapt adaptation of Wizard of Oz for sure. <laughs> I think we may have watched a different movie. Uh, either that or they took my intestines and they put them over there. <laughs> That'll never get old. Love um, y'all. This is Jane. This is Andrew. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, meanwhile, that is better. Sometimes. Is it sometimes or always? Oh. <laughs> Just dead, dead is better in general. Yeah, dead, dead is better. <laughs>